what the fuck is goody? It's Kimmy, and I'm back with my motherfucking tea today. It's season four, episode motherfucking ten. Quasso EDS. Yes, and I'm here with my motherfucking sister. It's fucking April. What's goody? What's goody, boo? Hey. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you, fabulous? How are you? How are you, lovely? I'm good. What's up with you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> so. It's been a while in the making, so we about to get into a few motherfucking topics. Right. We about to get into that fucking thing. We about to grind the fucking nail. We about to get into what the fuck is tea because a lot, a lot of niggas fucking playing us. Right. And we don't fucking got time for the bullshit. We don't got time for any of that. We got time for what the fuck it is. Right. So let's get off of how the fuck we met. How do I know you, April? Let's get into that. Unless well, I'm, unless I'm motherfucking see. <laughs> well, Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Um, we was young as hell. <laughs> Babies. <laughs> right. Teenagers. Mm-hmm. I would say I was about. I just got out of high school. Like yeah. I would say around nineteen. Mm-hmm. Eighteen, nineteen. Sounds about right. Yes. And we was like, we first met. We was just inseparable. Like best best friends like basically <laughs> what was your role in Dream Let, let's get into that because that's what made me to ooh I, I, I want that I need that well I fucked that package up but <laughs> fuck that package I had a good I had we a good fucked the package up the package <laughs> fucked you up let's be clear I had a good role um uh-huh. it was actually I was a skincare specialist. I think that's what they call it. No. They call beauty, it beauty advisor. Beauty advisor. Get that right. Get yeah. it to our motherfucking team. <laughs> you yes. you advise beauty. Yes. Period. I was a beauty advisor. Yeah. And. Tell you me know, like a motherfucking second. If y'all wasn't, if, if you wasn't aware. Yeah. yeah. At the time, it was Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Um. And then I, what else I did? I um, I did the cosmetic section. Yeah. But for the most part, I was um a beauty advisor. Consultation. Yes, consultation. Beauty makeovers. And fucking commission like a motherfucker, huh. especially if Co- I commission. <laughs> commission. Yeah. Commission. Yes, commission. Making mad bread about thousand dollars at the time mm-hmm. it was a lot of money thousand right. dollar check plus five hundred dollars on top of that that was a lot like for because, a fucking 19 year old because you bigger the customers to you you figuring out what they skincare regimen is what they this that that and the third is and you figuring out what they is, what right. you what they need that you got right you got to fucking do right are you trying to figure out okay boo boo oh you need this Got you. Right. You need some beach. You need some event. You need some like Rolls Plus Like you need all these motherfucking bands. I forgot about all of that. Wow. When I met you, I was like, ooh. I was new. I was new to the fucking team. It was about a fucking eight of us, Mm -hmm. and I was the last motherfucking standing, as I should be. But I was sad because like, ooh, rest in peace to all the all the dying people who wanted to get themselves fired off a dumb shit. Yeah, I was... But yeah. as soon as I met motherfucking April, I was like, ooh. I wasn't sure what I liked about you. But I know I liked you. At first, I'm like, ooh, I need that. And then when I started to get to know you, it was... 
that was that. Right. Finito. And here we are. <laughs> 33, 33 years old. Yes. And we're still fucking Like, friendship can happen. Maturity can happen. Growth can happen. Definitely. Is this, is this enough? Is this, if you are ready to grow with that person? Definitely. It's, 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 on, it's on a you, you basis at this point. Definitely. So we met at Drain Reeve. He was a beauty advisor. I was a CSA slash head bitch in charge. <laughs> slash whatever you want to call me, but I was definitely CSA. in the mix. CSA, what is that? CSA. Customer service representative okay. or some shit. Whatever the fuck you want to call me. Okay. But I thought, mind you, my interview process, right? It was a group interview. Well, it's cute. I love that for them. I feel it. Mm-hmm. First time. But they liked it because I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Right. So they chose me to text them. Ooh. So you pick up on people who talking. Copy. Copy that. So I'm going to talk to some. Right. President, I'm here. President, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. So I'm going to need you to talk to me because I'm here. I'm president. You pick, pick, pick. Pick me till you don't pick me. Right. So now I know I'm doing my fucking job. And that's what, that's what the fuck happened. And then we, they hired like six people on time. They hired six of us at one time. Do you remember management? Unfortunately, I did. So, I'm mad. I'm mad. About oh. the manager. About yeah. a lovely gentleman. Oh. I, love, I love that for You laugh. You lie. I do. You lie. I love that for him. So, this lovely gentleman, first time I I ever met an Indian person Mm -hmm. in real life. Really? (laughs) To be honest. (laughs) Mad Indians working at 20 years at the time. That is their job. That is your shape. That is your game. Right. Like Indian is their gig, and so many of you is their gig. I love that for them. Amazing. However, comma, I was confused. So he told me one day, no, no, the interview process, I passed. I was confused about getting a second interview. Oh, so he's the one who interviewed you. No, I was confused about getting a second interview. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, What do you want to know? How can you anticipate? How can you anticipate my customers? I love that. I love that answer. I love that question for you. But I'm confused with your question. Excuse me. Did you did you speak to Mary? Did you speak to Anne? Did you did you speak to Julie? Did you speak to Felicia? Because I anticipate your customers. Because you don't know that. So you need to do your homework to figure out what the fuck I do here. Okay? Right. Because women I can do is have that conversation. So, he asked me the question and I looked at him like he was fucking stupid as I should. And I was like, okay, um, what do you mean? How do I anticipate, how do I anticipate the customers? What do you mean by that? How do you bring them to the, bring them to a drain weed XYZ? It's me. I'm going to bring them. And that was it. And he shut the fuck up. As he should. He got it together. He 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 collected himself. And then he moved the fuck out. And then remember when we got Victor? I don't remember Victor. 
Victor was a motherfucking bitch. He was a habit in charge. Literally. He was ahead of hire and fire. That was his job. I don't remember. Anything that. else? He probably got to run after you left. Okay. Right after you like, Adios? Right. I don't got time for this. I should've, I should've shoot shit with you, but I didn't. I was stupid. <laughs> I was stupid at the time. I'm like, ooh, I love Walt. I love Jaylene. Pick me. I was a pick me <laughs> nigga at that point in time. <laughs> and it is what it is. But, Victor understood who the fuck I was. Because when I met him, I changed my vitamin C. I'm like, oh, okay, Monday to Friday, 10 minutes to 3. This is what my vitamin C is, because this is what Victor put in. No, I'm mad. This is what a mad put in, and I'm not changing it. This is what I am. Monday, Monday to Friday, because I've been here a long time. And, 10 minutes to 3, period. He was like, what does he do for my company? Asking Darlene that. The photograph. Remember mm-hmm. Darlene? Yes, I remember Darlene. I remember, remember Daisy. Of course. And Daisy and Darlene told him, calm it fucking down because he does everything. He orders the milk, he does this and that and dirt. Calm it down before you don't have him at all. Right. As they should. And he calmed it down, but then he told me to mop the floor. What the fuck do I look like mopping the floor? I'm young. You remember? Do you remember? I'm like 21, 20, 21. I'm up, I'm up on one. No, no, no. Okay, cool. I'm off the floor, cool. I'm off on the floor. Make it wet as fucking hell. As a shit. Cause I'm off on the floor, right? You want to, you want me to mop. You get a specific side. You get with a specific with how you wanted me to mop it. So, I'm off on the floor. Or was too wet. So, what the fuck? If, if you want it done, do it yourself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> If you want it done, do it yourself. <laughs> Period. Because I was, I was confused. So I, I spoke to Donna and said, you know, she was the shop store at the time. Labels. Unions. If you don't know what the shop store is, it's the person who fights for you. For your rights. Okay, if you don't have shop store in your store, if you, if you have a fucking union, quit that job. Right. And get a shop store Because they fight for your job. They fight for you, literally. I've seen her fight now and here. Four people jobs. Right. I love, like, I love Don. I don't fuck with her like that, but I love Don Lane to his head. So, then I him realize, and then he realized by himself, who the fuck I was. And it's okay. People have to understand who the fuck I am. Right. I'm gay, I'm black, whatever. Right. Who is that kid? What does he bring to my table? <laughs> Besides me being fabulous, I bring everything to the table. Like, you don't have to do shit. Like, I love to do pickups. I do this. I do that. I do returns. I do Western Union. I do it all. I've been taught it all. Right. So, literally, you just have to sit in the fucking office and look whatever the fuck you look like. Because I'm going to do it all. Before your night people come in, I'm going to do it all. So, when I want to do overnight, Victor, I'm doing overnight. Right. Period. 11 to 8 or 11 to 7 or whatever the fuck they look like. Monday to Friday. I'm not doing the weekends. And when I want to go back tonight, when I want to go back to the morning, move that, move for the, the bitch, the nigga, who want to fucking show my spot, <laughs> move them back, because I'm coming back to the morning. Right. I don't care what the fuck you think, but I'm coming back, okay? Right. I had a conversation with Victor, like, okay, so, oh my, it's boring, I'm tired of it, I'm over oh, it. Oh, so he was in there trying to just run shit, like, everybody's he's, schedules, all that. He tried to, but once you've been in it permanent, he couldn't touch it. And that's why I changed it right before, because... 
we didn't know who we did not know who Becky was. Mm-hmm. Amanda, Amanda didn't even know who Becky was. So I put it in with a mat. But ooh, okay. I need to change my availability. I need to change what it's looking like. Even though I was, I wasn't where they was because it was years in. Like they were 10, 15 years in already. Right, right. I was like maybe three, four years in. I was cute, but ooh. <laughs> but I was like the longest person besides them. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a request what the fuck I want. Right. So I want Monday to Friday, ten to three. Right, and it's supposed to be seven to three. Period. Mm-hmm. And he bothered by that. He looked at me, Victor. He questioned me, and then he realized what the fuck I said I was to the company and to him, because he didn't have to do shit. Right. And by him not doing shit, he realized, ooh, he's good. Don't fuck with me no more. Because okay. you wanted to send me home, you wanted to fuck with me, you wanted to be the boss, you wanted to show your fucking range mm-hmm. and your little ass dick, and you, and you couldn't. <laughs> because what you're not going to do is overpower me. Because right. I mean, I can't be overpowered. I'm sorry. I have the energy. I'm, I'm rebellion. I am this. I am everything. I'm, I give. Right. And when I give, you give. I'm a, I'm a more to the take. If, if you don't take, it, I'm sorry for you. Right. I'm sorry for you and your establishment. I'm sorry for you and your company. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry for you. And <laughs> whatever you're trying to get, but it's not going to get what I get. Right. Look at that. Already. So, with me giving what I get, unfortunately, you left. Happy with you. You went out to Baker, went out things. You went to best motherfucking Best Buy. Yeah. Fucking telling TVs, phones, all this motherfucking shit. Oh, that's when I met fucking Denisha. Okay. So she she lives. Denisha by... Denisha worked next door. Oh, she worked next door. Okay. Remember, remember, remember the clothing store next door? I think I remember the clothing store. Ooh. And they sold. Hey guys, we back. So um. So after Miss April left, Denisha came in. Denisha was right next door at the clothing store. Dope that, ass girl. That she is my motherfucking boo. Like I soon as I fucking seen her, she was fucking in as well. She was pretty and bad as well. Mm-hmm. So let's get into now that we introduce ourselves. Now that we got into the fucking gig of who we are as individuals, as how we met. What triggers you now? That may have triggered you from childhood. Like, might have triggered you from your younger years. Because a lot of people, a lot of adults don't get into that gig. And I don't understand why. They don't get into what it is from then to what it is now. Childhood, childhood trauma is important to talk about. So let's get into that gig. Well, um, I would say not, <clears throat> first of all, not knowing... Okay, first of all, being robbed of um, who I am, period. You know what I mean? Like, that's Tell just... Again, cause we, people, people motherfucking hear you from the fucking back. <laughs> being robbed of who I am who as a person. Who you are as a person. Being right. robbed from that. Okay. Right. Because um, as I was growing up, I really didn't know who my grandfather was mm-hmm. on my mom's side. So, technically, she was robbed of that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, everything was, like, basically a secret. Right. Or whatever. So, she grew up 
not really communicating or whatever the case may be. So as she was raising me, she really didn't communicate with me or whatever. So basically, I'm sorry though. <laughs> Child, we about to bypass that and we about to be looped into this being ourselves and really being authentically ourselves and really understanding who the fuck we are and what the fuck we bring to the table because a lot of people do not understand who they are. A lot of people be fucking finagling, fucking lying to themselves of who they are and what their essence is. Everyone has a, everyone has a purpose. I believe so. And everyone has an essence or an energy or a vibe or whatever that looks like for you of who they are. And if you do not know, understand who, if you don't evaluate who you are, how can you become truly you? Right. So basically, I go through a lot of things in my adulthood Mm -hmm. because of my childhood. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Childhood trauma. Right. So I grew up, my mom, she's not a bad mom at all. You know what I mean? She's been through her stuff Mm -hmm. as a child with my grandmother. And, you know, basically, you know, a grandma on drugs, she really didn't talk to her as much and stuff like that. So she grew up, like, basically survived, like, you know, surviving, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Instead of... Survival mode. Right. Instead of living. So basically, you know, I was raised off of, you know, the the product of that or Mm -hmm. whatever. So basically I grew up feeling like, and and it affects me till today, like, you know, um, with me saying sorry all the time or me people pleasing and stuff because I feel like, you know, I had to always say, I, I had to always apologize to my mom and stuff like that because you know, she was angry, so it was like nothing was ever really good for her. So basically, it affects my adulthood. Like, oh, I got to do this for this person because it's gonna make them happy. You know, things like that. So, what about your childhood? Oh, so my childhood was me being quiet and mute for most of my childhood. So, I love my older brother to die. Mm-hmm. He brought me out of my shop. He brought, he protected me. He like, he was my protector. Even though my father's supposed to be a protector, right? Right. But he was my protector. Like, he showed me the ropes. He showed me what it is. Until it was my time to grow on my own. Yeah. But in general, he was the one who protected me. He was the one who fought for me. He was the one who was like, oh, you should not go after him because he's quiet. He's mute. Like, that's not fair. It's not fair for him. I'm mute because I don't know you. I'm mute because I I know I'm, I'm a separate. I know I don't belong here, but I don't know where I belong. I don't know. I don't know if I'm your kid. I don't know if I am your kid. I don't know what that is at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm mute. And I don't know why I'm mute. I don't know why I don't talk. I don't know why 
it takes a certain person for me to talk, for me to really dig deep into what the fuck the gig is. Right. And for me, it's always been behind someone's back, someone protecting me, someone being my my speaker, my my motivator, my my mute box at at a certain point. And I'm happy I'm not there anymore. I'm happy that I'm able to right. be loud, be proud, be who the fuck I am, who I was always supposed to be. But I would always thank my oldest brother for that, for the energy, for that love, for that support at that time. He gave me what I needed to get. Right. He gave me what I, what I needed at, the point, at, at that particular moment. He pushed me. And then with the trauma me found out I was adopted definitely hurt definitely made me feel like I don't belong even though I always knew I didn't belong I just didn't know how I didn't fit into that triangle mm-hmm. or that circle or that square whatever the fuck you whatever the fuck you wanted whatever the fuck you wanted to be mm-hmm. I knew I didn't belong right and of course they didn't realize that it's not that they treated me differently it's just that I knew from jump I didn't this wasn't me. I didn't belong in this gig. Right. But who do I belong to? And two, it was one day. I'll never forget it. Wait, and before you um continue, okay. did you did they tell you this or it was just a feeling? I found out. Because you asked or I found out from a family friend. Mm. So every year for like two, three years. I got my eye blacked out from play planning. I was a boy. I was a boy's boy. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a boy's boy. Right. Whatever that was like. So every year I would always get my, my my eye blacked out. So I was always looking at the gift for like one eye. Literally. Three years straight. So this dude named Brian. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. The way you look. <laughs> right. And with my looking with my facial expressions, it was a the rolling of my eyes. Right. Only if you can see this, but you will see it soon. <laughs> but yeah, with Brian, so he was a family friend. Like we, I guess we grew up in church, or whatever, like that. I was playing fighting, and just was a year, another year that I blacked my eye. Right. And he told me, "Oh, you was you're adopted." I was like, "Huh? What are you talking about?" So I asked my mom. My mom directed me to my father, meaning you didn't confirm or deny, meaning you confirmed silently. Right. That I was that I was adopted. Ask your father. Okay. So my father's and asked him, and I don't rem- I don't remember what answer I got. I'm quite sure it wasn't the answer I, I I needed at that particular moment. Right. But you confirmed it to me by you telling me to ask your father. You don't remember when we asked you. I was supposed to remember when I was two or three years old. Wait, so how did that conversation come out? Um, come we was, about we, we was play fighting. We were we play fighting. And, and that was supposed to be a joke. Uh, I, I'm assuming it was supposed to be a joke. Mm. But of course, I took it literally. Of course. Because that's just who I am. That's and the, and I'm, because I'm a, you had that feeling already. I already had a feeling, and it was just a literal conversation. So I don't feel like that was something that you joke about. It's not, right. it's not a ha-ha mean. moment. Right. Whether he was trying to do it as he was trying to spill some tea or he was trying to do it as maliciously, I don't follow, I don't follow right. now. But I knew from bad, there's some truth in here. Right. I need to figure this out. Cool. 
So Aster directed me to my father. You're telling me indirectly, you are adopted. And then you ask me, oh, you don't remember when? I don't remember when. You adopted me when I was two or three. I'm supposed to remember that? I'm supposed to remember when you asked me, are you okay with this? No, absolutely not. What child is gonna remember that? I don't know who. Right. I don't, I don't know who. So of course I'm gonna remember that. So we went on, we went on, and the family separated. That's another family, that's another trauma for me. Family, like, every relationship, like, I love that they're attached to their family. I love that they are in love with the family, they hunger their family, all that stuff. But deep down inside, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. Because right. I don't have that. And as much as I would want that, I know deep inside, I would never have that. Right. Simply because of me knowing that I'm separate. Me knowing the stuff that I took to try to find my family and I could not find that. I, 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 I did the, the application. I did the whole finding the agency thing. I know what agency I was adopted from, mm, okay. but they asked me, why are you looking now? It's been 30 years later at this point. They asked you that? Basically. Oh, hell no. And the doctor was closed. As it should be. Because most, most adoptions are closed. Mm-hmm. Unless the mother or the father wants to build another child, they'll leave it open somehow. Okay. But most of it is closed. So you will never get in contact, in contact with that parent. Right. Or if you do, they need to know why. Mm-hmm. Is it a health issue? Is it this, is that, whatever it looks like. And me, I just wanted to know. Like, I didn't want to necessarily know who the fuck she was. I didn't want to know what her life was. I didn't care. I just wanted to answer, why did you give me up? Right. Why was I not worthy enough of your love? Why was I not worthy enough of you taking care of me, you honing me, you pawning me off to your grandmother who could not take care of me because you already had so many kids? Right. Why was I not enough? Who was the fuck with my father? I don't know who he is. So therefore, I don't feel like I have a father. Right. Like, I have one physically because he, adop- he, like, he adopted me. Of course. But we're dealing with whatever the fuck we're dealing with at the particular moment. But I don't feel like I have a father. I don't feel like I have a father figure. I don't feel like I have someone in my life right now, a father figure who can mentor me. Right. And try to mentor me. And that's a problem. Especially for a gay man who's black. Because we're already dealing with a lot. And then for me to not know where it came from, for me to question my masculinity, for me to question who I am, mm-hmm. it's an issue. So that's the closest you got? Closest I got was a letter I sent out. With an application I sent out. But she didn't do her part to give me that information. Whether she was dead or alive, I just wanted to know that. I know my last name. I know, if you if you see me, my name is, my biological name is Holder. Right. I started going by that. I started going found that right. out. I felt like, at first, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to throw the fucking tea. <laughs> I was being spiteful to my family. As soon as I found out my birth name, I solidified Holder as my name for Facebook. I'm a team Holder. I know they fucked the type of way. Right. Because technically my last name is Blake. Right. But I knew they fucked the type of way like, ooh, who the fuck is Holder? 
wait a minute, hold on. Like, we raised you for 20-something years of your life. XYZ, why are you changing to hold her? So, let me ask you, um, they, your, your adoptive parents didn't know any information? My father, I don't feel like he knew. I don't feel like he cared to know. I mm-hmm. felt like he was just a man. He just, it is what it is. Right. He did not care about my mother, my biological mother at all. He was not part of that situation. I feel like my mom and my mom kicked way back when there was on drugs, mm-hmm. did this and did that. And then my biological, my adopted mom got right while his, her husband got right. Mm-hmm. So they were fit to be parents at that particular moment. So my adopted mom gave me away to them. Mm-hmm. So they were fit to be parents. So friends made friends, whatever that looked like. And I guess I'm assuming it was a close adoption. So my father didn't know. My mother, at first, my first initial acceptance of it, she was dead. I didn't accept that. Because you didn't tell me when she died, how she died, right. what that looked like. I don't know she died. So you tell me she's dead, but there's no answers, there's no nothing of that. Right. But then you said, I think she died. You're not accepting I'm going to need you to be no. <laughs> right. I'm going to you to be sure. I thought she died. I don't need a half and half. I don't need that. Right. Because out of 16, 18 year old boy, I need answers. I don't need assumptions. I don't need a think. I need a, I know. She's dead. Here's her Here's her headstone, here's this, here's that. We can go if you want to. Right. Because now, now you know. Now you're aware of what it is. Right. Instead of treating me like a boy, like, I'm not aware. I'm aware. So what are we doing now? And they never transition to what are we doing now. And to me, that was a problem. To me, that was the disconnect. To me, that was, you didn't give a fuck about my... So, I definitely felt like they didn't give, they didn't give an effort, they didn't care, or they didn't know how to care. So I can't fully blame them, like, as an adult, I don't fully blame them. I blame them for everything that they did not change that I address as an adult. Right. I address the not being there, I address the not knowing my parents, my biological mother, I address you're not caring, you're not trying to care, you're not giving effort. I addressed you not necessarily being okay with my sexuality. Let's call, a spade. Let, let's call a spade a spade. You're okay with that. You knew as a mother, of course you didn't know. I would hope you would know. But as a father, and going to a, a black father is completely different than going to a mother, a mother of any race. Because right. a mother is supposed to know. You're gonna know, like, oh, he's more feminine, he's more this, he's more that. I can't figure it. I want his confirmation, absolutely. But I know deep down the side. Right. My father, he's gonna neglect it, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that. And my father wasn't horrible by me. Like, I've, I've seen horrible fathers who dealt with, the, dealt with the coming out, dealt with the neglecting your child, dealt with that. I never dealt with that, God bless. So, can I ask you, um, you knew when you were a child that I was gay. I always, I was, I always. Do you feel like your childhood trauma affect, affected no. that? 
No, not at all. I, I mean, because like, I've had gay moments. As you said. Because I feel like no one's completely straight. Unless you want to be, you, you, you gotta have gay moments, you gotta have gay thoughts, you gotta have gay intimacy moments, you gotta have something that your same sex is gonna do better than something else. I'm sorry, but as far as I witnessed, a gay a, a man can suck a dick better than a woman. Mm-hmm. Because they know what they like, so they're gonna do what they like. It's a trained thought. Well, I know my childhood probably affected me being. I had a couple of. <laughs> I, I a, couple, a couple of. Um, Woman friends. Yeah. Close to family. You know yeah. what I mean? Like things like that. Like. Um, that came close. So do you feel like that. that So you feel like that affected everything in terms of your childhood? Like do you feel like. Do you, feel, do you feel like those experiences affected who you became today? Probably, yeah. I would say that, yeah. Because okay. um, I had a couple of experiences with, with, with women, or um, I would say girls, mm-hmm. when I was a child. Yeah. Um, when you were in that experience? I liked you, it. You liked it? <laughs> but did you initially like that? Did you initially like that, or did you grow to like it? Um, I initially liked it. Okay. I I love that for you. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) So, you you initially liked it. You kind of knew what it was, but you wouldn't... Of course, you didn't know what the label was. You didn't know what the title, what what it is, was. You didn't know what the gig was, but you knew that you liked your feeling. Right? Yes. So, did you... But was it right? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it was it was a it was an older cousin. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> a older, not really my cousin, but my my older, my sibling older family cousin. member, our older family member, right? Who decided to experiment with you, right? And you decided not decided you you liked it. You 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 know what you liked, and it felt good at the time, right? And then after growing up. After the experience, after the experience ended, because I don't know how long it ended, I don't know how long it durated for, because of course, unfortunately, with these type of things, it could be a month, it could be three years, five years, ten years, whatever that looked like for that that person. But after that, how did you look at that situation and evaluate, like, did I really like it or was that just the moment? How did you figure that out for yourself? And how did you figure out that that was eventually wrong for yourself in the moment? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, at this point, I'm kind of numb to it. Like, I don't know how to feel, to be honest. Okay. I don't know, like, I know when I see that person, it's awkward, it's awkward as fuck. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm attracted to women now. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm in the mood for it. Sometimes I'm not. Like, when I'm getting dick down. <laughs> like, you get dick down. I'm getting dick down. Deep, like, deep you know down, what I mean? Deep, like, dick down. Like, period. <laughs> but do you feel like that affected how you feel? Like, do you feel like you always just attracted to both? Or do you feel like this different hands you being attracted to both 
I think I'm attracted to both. I would say I'm attracted to both. Um, I have a preference though. Like a lot of preference. Yeah. A girl to preference everything. Yeah. So what is your preference? Oof. Uh, what is my preference? Well, um, guy or girl? In general. Like what is your preference um, for a person? To be in your motherfucking face. Because your face <laughs> as motherfucking um, So what is it to get in your motherfucking face? Wow. Um, at first, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it, it, it they gotta look good as fuck. But right, appearance is everything, as it should be. But I've come to 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 terms that looks is not everything. You know what I mean? Because can we repeat that? Because a lot of people in the back don't get what the fuck you're saying. Looks is not everything. Looks is not. Looks is not everything. Every, motherfucking thing because if that's the only thing that you can offer Bye. then I, 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 I can't I'm not with the shits like I'm Period. not cause I done had ugly I done had cute you know what I mean and ugly done treated me like shit choked me up yoked me up <laughs> like you know what I mean and I guess the same shit but you know what I mean but it's not all about looks. If somebody treat me good, then that's what I'm going for. You know, quality. Are you gonna be the man of the house? Are you gonna lead? Are you Are you going to lead? Lead, right? Are we you going to accept my package? Want leaders, right? We want people who are going to who's mature, who's gonna accept, right? Who's going to understand what we went through. We understand what they've been doing. Right. We want someone who's going to be open and honest. Right. That's, that's, that's all we want. Right. If that's not you, fuck you. <laughs> right. Goodbye. <laughs> Adios. Hasta luego. But how do you feel about, um, like, say if you meet a person or whatever the case may be, and they, they, they tell you one thing or they show you one thing and then all of a sudden like they whole fucking persona start changing or like you start finding shit out down the line like how do you feel about that like do you feel okay what what the the, the main question that I want to ask is do you feel that it's fair to know certain things when y'all first start out or do you think that it's okay to learn it down the line Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> okay, um, for me, I definitely, if you're open and honest, it's the best way for me. Because I know you're genuine. I know you're not trying to bullshit me. I know you're trying to be as authentic as possible as you can be. You're not showing me your fucking representative. Right. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know who the fuck you're representing. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in the courts. I'm not a judge I'm not any of that right I am me I'm Kimi I am authentically me I'm going to show who the fuck I am I'm going to show my a good side my bad side my flaws my clinginess my controllingness my attachment whatever that looks like for that situation right so for you to indulge and tell me who you are and be authentically who you are I value that I love that, and I love that you can tell me that in the beginning. Cause now you're giving me a choice to choose. Right. 
even though you might not they want not me to choose. They're not making that decision for you. You may be scared for me to choose because you're like, ooh, you're going to tell me this and I'm going to walk and away. I might lose out. Uh-huh. But that, that person who has whatever that situation can be, whatever their, their demons or their situation or their life situation is that they have to love with, can be the best person for you. And you're missing out because you're scared. Right. Because you don't know. Because you you're not, not confident to in know, your situation. Because you're not confident. You're not confident in your situation. You're not confident in yourself. Right. You're not confident in your growth. You're not confident as a man. You're not confident as a a motherfucking person to understand what they're trying to tell you. You're not trying to listen to what they're trying to tell you. And that's a lot of people's issues. That's a lot of people's situations and relationships. Right. So, for me, like just recently, like the person I'm talking to, the roles some great information to me and I'm like ooh thank you for telling me that like right and meant a lot for you to feel like I was important enough for me for you to tell me that that you felt enough for me to tell me that because you, you didn't have to you can tell me later right I would have been fucked up for you later but you were comfortable in yourself you were confident in yourself to know I'm good with or without them right so I'm giving you the freeway because I'm giving you that choice. I'm giving you that choice. But I know who the fuck I am. I know what the fuck I bring. I know who the, how fabulous I am as a person. I know who I am as a person. And with all the trials and tribulations that a lot of people have, the situations that they unfortunately could be put in, and they don't know who they are, they're still that bad bitch, they don't know who they are as a person, mm-hmm. it's a turn on for me. And it's like, ooh. Whether you're black or blue, blue or black, sick or ill, fabulous or not, broke or broke or has money, whatever that looks like. How do you feel about that? Broke, a uh, broke. How do you feel about that? A broke. <laughs> okay. So, so for a broke nigga. <laughs> Y'all, I can't. Let's call <laughs> a spade a spade. Okay. For a broke, like, I don't look at numbers. I don't look at financial. I don't, I never looked at that. I never was oppressed with that. Like, you can show me you have Balenciaga, you got this, you got that. You have money. Right. Ooh. You're shaking the table. However, karma, I don't, and that doesn't turn me on. That doesn't do anything right. for me. Because at the end of the day, I need I to know who you are as a person. Right. Your money and as a person is completely different. So if you're broke, that's completely fine with me. But as long as you have a job, as long as you're going towards something. Now. If you're broke and you're not going towards anything. Okay. After way goes goodbye, I don't have time. I'm 33 years old. Right? 34. Right. I do not have time for the games. I do not have time for the the tricks you're trying to play. The, right. If you're trying to and come up with a fool, like the this, that, the ooh, she got money, he got money. I want to live off of him. I want to be That's great. Let's be fucking great together. Absolutely, the fuck not. That's the fact. What we're not gonna do is support a broke nigga. Can we say that again? What we're not gonna do is support, support a broke, a broke nigga. nigga. <laughs> Completely. So as long as we know what our mantra is. Now wait, we can't say that, King. Okay. We could support a broke nigga 
as yeah. long as he's working towards something, the man being the man of the house. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I could but do they have you. to really be in the man of the house? Can can they just um, be equal? Are you okay? Can it be? A, of course. But if 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 you willing to to you know be by my side, accept my package, my my package. I got two kids or whatever the case may be. And that's, um, a, that's not a that's not a package. Let's be clear. That's a gift. Okay. That's a gift that you give it to the world. Right. If you so they're accept- lucky that you get to see their kids. Right. If you they're lucky that you know they, 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 they get to fucking know that you have fucking two kids. Right. Okay? If you and then you willing to to to, to I don't like the word willing. If <laughs> okay, so what you want to I understand do? the word willing, I understand it. But I don't like it. I feel okay. like it's a negative. So what do you prefer? I feel like if you If you, oh, if you enjoy that I have two kids, if you love that I have two kids, that you are passionate that I have two kids, that you are accepting, well, not even accepting because I don't give a fuck what you accept, but if you are adult enough to deal with a woman with two kids. Right. They're more on the same page. Right. At, that, at that particular moment, and not for nothing, Kim. I like I I I'm I'm okay with being by myself, but Come I on. do. Honestly, I do want a man to leave, like because I feel like a man should leave. You know what I mean? Like he is to take the will. You know, not saying make the most money because sometimes women make equal amount or more Hello? or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about mentally. Say that You know though, what I mean? Like women be acting like they can't fucking leave. They can't fucking make the <laughs> they can't motherfucking make the bacon. <laughs> like this is not the fucking eighteen motherfucking twenties and the fucking twenty twenty two. So well, women I can say, fucking leave. You know women can be the head of household and men need to fucking fall the fuck back and raise an empire. They, I would say raise an empire. I love that. You know I would say like if 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 you if you can't make the decisions right now, can I make the decision? Right. If and, and vice versa, you know what I mean. Like can and can we go from there? Like mm-hmm. make in in you know just you know can, what I can mean. Come, come, come can we come 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 together? Right. Right. Hundred percent. So while we in relationships, and I'm saying what's what. <laughs> because oh niggas ain't shit. I'm Don't talking say to, that. I'm, I'm talking to someone, so who knows what that look like? I'm hoping for the best. I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I'm ready. I'm a hopeless romantic. I am for a nigga. I'm not for the streets. Like I'm, I'm better for the streets. I, you know what? Kim? The streets is cute. I'm and sorry. Cute. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't want to stop. I don't want to like um, interrupt you. Right. But I feel like that term "men ain't shit." Like we have to stop saying that. You know what I mean? Men ain't shit. Like we have to stop saying that. Okay. Because <laughs> don't look ahead. like that. No, let's don't go. Don't look ahead. like that. Let's because go because I'm ready. It's like basically it's like we're manifesting that, or you know, the people that we come across. You know, yes, they not shit. That yes, they ain't <laughs> shit. But there are men who are 
who are she? Are who are she? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the shit. You know what I mean? I so it's like. That. So that's my experience. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. I love that you 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 put me to the cross. You told me like, nah, we're not gonna do that. No, because I don't think that because some men can be and, shit. And, and, and I don't think that men, and I don't think, because if a man was to, to be here and be like, oh, women ain't shit, I would I would correct him too. Absolutely, I just and, and you know what I mean? Because there are some shitty women. There are some sh- shitty men. Hello? But don't let that determine. Or define who or you define, are or what you're looking for right, in a person. Right. Don't block your blessing. Right. Before you get to blessing. Exactly. 100%. I 100% agree with that. Right. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> men still like shit. <laughs> However, comma. Okay. I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with... We we put this preconceived notion of this person that we dealt with. Or these people that we dealt with. These individuals that we encountered. Right. Dealt with them a lot. What does that look like for you? Right. That we encountered. They have half of me, quarter of me, quarter, half of me, three fourths of me, five eighths of me, whatever that was like for you. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever that percentage is okay. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like not all men are shit. Some men are wonderful, some men are great, some men are attentive, some men are emotionally there, emotionally connected, are secure. I'm gonna say this again, are secure in their masculinity. Because a lot no, of men but are I, not secure in their masculinity. Can I can I can I Please can do. I stop you there? Please do. Right. Okay. You know what I've noticed. You know what I've know I've noticed. Ooh, what you notice? Like when we meet somebody, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we Okay, we automatically like, oh, the chemistry is there, like, oh, he's fuckable, or oh, however you feeling, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry him one day, or whatever the case may be. But you know what I've noticed? That sometimes the people that you encounter is not supposed to be romantically, you're not supposed to be romantically involved with. But like, how do you, you, can how do you be, decide for that? Huh? How do you decide for that? Because it's like how y'all started, like, um, like he's a really good friend, like he's a good person to talk to, mm-hmm. like, and sometimes people don't leave it there, like they like, oh I gotta fuck him, right. or oh I gotta go, you know it's okay to date a friend, like you know what I mean, like but you have to that that's where the time comes in, like oh shit, like let me let me spend time with him let me let me not jump into bed with him because maybe this could lead somewhere else right then it leading to intimacy that you understand part. what i mean like that's what i've noticed with and and, and that's why i say you can't say men is all it, it ain't shit mm-hmm. because it's like okay was y'all supposed to be here to begin with or y'all was meant to be friends or y'all was meant to deal with each other on a certain level. You understand what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> See, that's where I'm sorry we, comes from. <laughs> we get in this is a fucking thing. Don't fucking say sorry. Yeah. But um, that's some real shit. Like, for me, I never compart- I never compartmentalized it. I never put it in shit compartments. I never bag it up. I never put it. See, ooh, this is that. This is that. I get where this and that is. I know. I understand what this is that person is. I know what it is now, but back then, ooh, 
I was for the fucking streets. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say that, King. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Don't say that. You know the story that I told. But you see, that's but where I, the childhood trauma come from. Because it's like, why you? Why, why did you feel? Streets? Why are you for the streets? I was for the streets because I have that in my I'm going up. <laughs> and then I ain't ever fought. Right. Tiara Marie. Perfect fucking example. But that's, that's what but I mean. It's boys. I don't know. I guess we can put that in child child control. I don't like putting it there. Well, but in I, my situation, I would. Because uh, I've dated... Absolutely. I've dated men and I felt like, oh, I have to have sex with him because... He, he's gonna leave me for someone else because I have abandonment issues. Abandonment issues. Right. I can agree with that 100%. I can agree with fucking a nigga and I did not want to fuck him at all. My intention was not to fuck him. My intention was not to be intimate with him. My intention was not to fall in love with him. My intention was not to do any of that. And... Why does this kept? It happened. And I never realized at that moment why it happened. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to keep him. This part of the cap, like my ex. Like my ex ended up being whatever he was. I'm not gonna disclose that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was gonna keep him because he loved me. Because he couldn't find someone else, so he needed me. Mm-hmm. Even with everything that he does, even though the death of his mom, the death of his son and third, I felt like I was in control. I felt like my pussy was that. Oh. But that. I did that too. I and you know like what I, that is? You know what that is, King? What and is I that? hate to interrupt you because my child's father, like, I, I knew he wasn't shit from jump. From Why what? did I think? From jump. Why did I think that I was going to be the one to change him? Who fucking knows? My my fucking childhood trauma or whatever the case may be. But I didn't come to the realization until I got older and until my son got older that right. he really wasn't shit. Like, this is him. He's not shit. Not, you know what I mean? Like, y'all could have went a different route. Y'all, y'all could have been friends or, or, or however y'all situation was. But right. me, I'm like, oh, he not going to do that to me. I'm 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 good, you know what I mean? Like so I, I, I completely understand where you coming from when you say that. So do you feel like I guess we both realize we can't change a man. Unless we want to change a man, we can't. No, absolutely not. You can't change anybody. So for you and your relationship, what have you disclosed to your man? What have you disclosed to that special amazing someone? Who's rocking you up, make you happy. Because this is the happiest you've been. I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you. I'm just in awe of you and y'all relationship. But what have you disclosed of him? Uh, disclosed to him of like deal breakers? Like have we have we gotten into, into that conversation about like what is acceptable, what is not acceptable? Have you laid down boundaries of what you want to accept, what you want to accept? And stuff like that. Because I feel like that is important in relationships and a lot of people don't do that. Because it's so taboo, because I feel like, would you say that it's automatically making the relationship end? And it's not. You're just telling the person what you don't accept. You're telling the person what you're not going to accept, what you, what you don't like, what I'm not going to tolerate. So it's either you, you deal with that or you don't, mm-hmm. or 
don't, and then that's, that's it. But that was your choice, because I showed you what I thought. But I'm the other one. What type of time I'm on. Um, we can't come to a, a conclusion to a medium, but I'm not going to negate how I feel. See, but that question is tricky, because when you say when you say the things that I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. or the things that um, you are triggered by. Right. Triggered. I love you that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, say if he has a, a female friend or something like that, and I'm not with it. Um, I don't know, like, because I, I, I mean, it still affects me till today. I don't know if, if he's going to do something with the female friend. Or if he's just her friend, and am I am I triggered by that because of of the things that I went through in the past? Right. Or can I? Is that a deal breaker? So that's just something that I'm I'm dealing with like now, you know. So can you navigate behind that if you know the dude, if you really entrust in that dude? Of course, it's gonna take a while to entrust in that dude, and yes. the dude needs to understand it's going to take a while. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while that I'm gonna trust you. It's gonna take a while that I love you. It's gonna take a while that I put my all in you. Mm-hmm. But when I get there, can I really entrust in you to not fuck up? So can you really entrust in him to know that that female is just his friend? He don't want anything ties to her mm-hmm. without the friendship. Mm-hmm. And well, that's hard for adults, especially. Right. I don't know why it's hard for adults to just have friends. But it's hard for adults to realize that the people before you and after you enjoying your relationship. It's going to be people. It's always going to be someone involved. And when you realize that, then you realize who the person is. And once you realize who your boyfriend is or who your spouse is, then you don't necessarily have to realize who they are. You can realize, ooh, they're hot. They're smart. Right. <laughs> they're for the street. Or they're Christian, they have a boyfriend, they have a husband, they got a wife, they got a whatever they look like. Mm-hmm. So then you know them a little bit, but you know your man, so you know that he's not going to do that. Right. Like, he really loves me, he really adores me for me, like, he really makes time for me, like, he makes the effort. But if you really understand that your husband or the, what are your spouse is not making the effort, when do you have the conversation to yourself to realize that it's not working, or you got to have these insecurities? What do you realize that he's doing everything he that he needs to do for me to be okay, for me to have a peace of mind? I feel like um, I feel like I'm working towards that. Okay. Um, learning how to trust him, and there has been times where I said, um, I don't want to do this because I'm not ready. Okay. Because sometimes people could 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 blame and and um accuse and stuff like that because of the past right and they don't know how to really um get to know the person they, they brain is not even functioning so oh i i gotta i gotta learn how to trust that person because they so fucking hurt yeah so the hurt the pain So the hurt, the pain, the the anger, the confusion, 
everything leads to patience. Patience. I'm gonna end here for now. <laughs> so patience is key to every motherfucking thing. So if you don't have patience, you can't really live your life. You can't indulge in any type of relationship, whether it's platonic, whether it's relationship-wise, whether it's incest, whatever that looks like for you. You can't get into anything without patience. So, once we get to the patience, where do we go from there? Hmm. Um, <laughs> the question is, how much patience should a person have? <laughs> like, because I'm not going to say niggas. I'm going to say people. People be trying it. People be asking, like, you're supposed to be fucking Superwoman, Superman. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to be fucking there with every fucking thing? Oh, I got this problem. I got that problem. I'm sick. I'm ill. I'm broke. I don't got a big dick. I cheat a lot. I got emotional issues. I got this issue. I got that issue. So what the fuck you want me to do with you? So, so okay. So, <laughs> the question is... How much patience would you have, and what would you have? What would you have patience for? I'm gonna get a drink on that. <laughs> so, you need more orange juice? I took it out a little bit, right? No, I drank all of it. How no? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I need, I need, I need some orange juice <laughs> because this was cute. But to answer your question, I definitely feel like. Me now, I mean then, is a different, is a different person. I'm gonna show my brother. I'm gonna show me now. I definitely feel like patience is a virtue, but if a person shows you who they really are from jump, and you really know the person is really being authentic, patience can go longer than if you know the if you know that they're bullshit. Like I've met many niggas. Who was in Africa? Who was in this? That third? Who was a, a green port? Who was a good passport? Who was this? Who was coins? Who was tokens? I'm not paying for that. You're a grown man. Why the fuck you not paying for that? Or you're just a nigga who's just emotionally disconnected. Like, I, I, like my my best my friends and better friends. I like this nigga. Like, I wanted to date this nigga, and he was he wasn't perfect. Let's be clear, but. He was everything I needed at that point. Was I ready for a Wait. relationship? Okay, go ahead. I'm was sorry. I ready for a relationship? Probably not. I probably wasn't fully there yet, but I was almost there. But I was ready to be in a relationship with him. I liked him. I enjoyed his company. I wanted more. And there was a mess to me. It was super to me to want more, knowing that we were only friends with benefits. We were only fuck buddies. Right. Even though we was doing more fucking than benefits. With more benefits than friends. And that's the misconnect that a lot of gay people in my community have. Where it's like, people say friends with benefits, but they, people say pansexual, like this dude today. Talk about he's pansexual. What is don't pansexual? know what pansexual? Don't know what the fuck pansexual is. So how the fuck you don't know? Is it how- pansexual like you, you fuck women and men? But no, it's more you fuck energy. You like oh, energy. energy. You okay, like okay. energy as a person. So that, that would not be bisexual. Necessarily not quite bisexual. Like no, you, bisexual is women you like and men. Are, you like men and women okay. for their sexual attributes. 
Okay. Pansexual is you like the person for the energy. It doesn't okay. matter whether it's man or woman. You just like the person for the energy. Okay. It can be confusing. Do you believe in that? I mean, no, I, I get it. Like, energy... I, I, I've, I've talked to a few people who dealt with energy, and I was confused the fuck about the energy. I was like, I don't know if I, get, I, don't know if I, if I have good energy or bad energy. One person tried it. I blocked his ass because he tried it. Okay, but when you say energy, like, what energy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, because first of all, people's energies is on and off all the time. Second of all, if that person's energy is not on point one day, what you gonna go fuck somebody else whose energy was the same as they, <laughs> they energy? Like, I don't understand. Like, what's what's going on? That part. I don't think they understood. So the second person, I spoke to him like a few days ago. <laughs> and I was confused. So I was like, okay, so you didn't hit me up. We were supposed to go out on a date, quote unquote, whatever, whatever the fuck that looked like. And he literally told me he was trying to find himself, but didn't tell me. So you didn't answer me the day he was going to, he was supposed to go out on a date, which is like after Pride. You didn't see me on Pride. You didn't hit me up after Pride. You didn't hit me up until I hit you up. But you're trying to find yourself? But you going to tell me that? What the fuck find yourself is? But you seem like you was okay because you wanted energy. I'm confused. And then blocked me afterwards. I just told you about yourself. You said this dude... So it was like a headache in my mind, but like someone, another person, like, you know how you always have someone who you're always going to have in your life, whether you want it or not, whether it's the act, like my ex, my pastor, he's always been in my life. I don't want him in my life. Like a baby father. Not and part. a baby mother. <laughs> baby mother, baby father, pastor, <laughs> right. stripper, <laughs> who right. I would not look like. Right. That special person in your life who you can't shake. You don't love them. You have love for them, but you don't love them. You're not in love with them. Right. You don't want them an anti intimate of right. your life. Right. But they're always going to be in your mind. They're always going to be like, oh, I hope they're okay. Right. Kind of situation. So, me and my ex, the sponsor, we had this conversation, and I was confused because she was talking to me spicy. We can't have a whole man. And I'm like, you got a whole man, my boy. I understand you want me. I understand you had a keenly light. You had this light. You had that light. And it didn't get what it was supposed to get. And now you have a whole man. I want you to be happy. I don't want you to be tired of me. Because I'm not tired of you. Right. As much as you want me, I like you want me open. You want me wide. You want me whole. You want me in you. You want me in your mouth. You, Whatever yo, that looks like. I but you want me. And it's right. okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to want me. It's okay to have the urge. It's okay to have that passion. Right. For me. But I'm gonna need for you to talk to your man. I'm gonna need for you to have those conversations to have with me with your man. With your man. Because I'm not going to break up your your situation. I'm never been that type. I don't wanna be that type. Like I I, Yo, because you got a lot of people who don't give a fuck, son. And I was there at one point. I w I didn't like at first until the day, to be honest, if you're in a relationship and I know you're in a relationship, I probably won't fuck with you. But if I don't know and I find out, right. I'm going to fuck with you. Because I don't give a fuck. Or if I really just don't give a fuck, at a particular moment, if you really get me at a weak moment and I really just don't right. give a fuck. It's all about vulnerability. Fuck your man. Fuck his situation. Fuck his position that he think he has. Because you're in me. Every night. 
you have me on all fours every night. You have my whole sobbing every night. And that's so, why it's important to be healed before you get in any situation. That part. You have to be healed. You have to do your homework. Like, literally, after my relationship, I've done my homework. Like, Iana helped me. As much as I don't like Iana and then. I don't know why. Ayala? Ayala. I that's, like her. That is my motherfucking bitch. That I is my like fucking, That is my motherfucking mother. She is <laughs> fucking everything. Yo, I can't. I much as you might not like her, I much as she might be fucking gutter throw, she might call you fucking gutter rat, she might go there with you. Mm-hmm. Because you're there at that point. But she's, you have to. So she's going, she's going where you are. Right. You have to realize that. You're not where she is. So she's going where you are. You right. if you're if you're in the ghetto. Right. She's gonna she gonna go she to gonna the ghetto. She's gonna meet you in the ghetto. She meeting uh, you uh, she's uh, meeting uh, you everywhere they at. If you kinda heal, she's gonna go to the hill to the healing process. That's a fact. If you heal, why the fuck will be here? Right. And that's the question could ask you, why would so why be here? If you healed, if you know everything, why why be here? Why are we here? Why are we here? Why are you on my TV show? Why are you in my presence? Why are we here? Right. Because you're not healed. My mom, papa, you're not healed. You're not there. And thank God I've gotten to a place where I understood who I am. I understood my power, I understood my presence, I understood my aura, I understood who I came. Blake. Holder. Slash holder. <laughs> yeah. I understand who my essence is. I understand who I am as a gay black man. I understand what hold that has on me. I understand what insecurities a lot of men have against that. Like, not for nothing. Like, niggas be fucking afraid of me in the fucking streets. And I don't even fucking know them from my fucking can of paint on the fucking wall. Like, niggas be scared to have a big girl be around me because they feel like they gonna fucking fuck me. And how? If I... If I, I'm not that type, <laughs> I'm not living that life. I don't want pussy at all. I, I, that's not for me. It was cute at once. I had it. I almost had a child at once. Really? Yes. I didn't know my that. My first, my first woman, my love of my life at that particular moment, who I thought was the love of my life, but I understood that that was not love at all. That was toxic traits. Mm, toxic. That was toxic. So toxic motherfucking masculinity. Where we are with that, like, how do we understand what toxic masculinity is? How we, how do we identify it for you? Where are we with training our niggas or teaching our niggas or understanding where our niggas are toxic and where we have toxic or where where we have toxic traits? Cause we all have toxic traits, but where do we understand where we need where we need to change or where they need to change? Well. What's your definition of toxic? Good question. <laughs> toxic for me is niggas who is selfish, for one. Controlling. Um, niggas who feel like they are the end all be all, and they're not. You're not. You're not. Right. You are not. We can, I can live on without you. Completely. Um, niggas who really feel like their dick is immaculate and it's just really, just give what it gives. Um, niggas who are not emotionally equipped, that like is numero uno for me. Because if you're not emotionally equipped. 
Okay, so are we going in a relationship route? Or are we just saying, like, people who are, like, just men who are toxic? Just in general. Because if a man can't cry, what the fuck can they do? What the fuck are they leaving? What the fuck are they honing in? Who are they in charge of? If you can't fucking cry, if you can't really boo yourself, if you can't really tell your emotions, if you can't really feel your emotions, who are you controlling? In general. Like, it's sad that in our society... I mean, because you said that toxic comes from you, so you're saying that toxic is coming from men who can't who doesn't have emotion mm-hmm. 100% I think I think that would be narcissistic I think toxic is someone who, who who's over emotional and who who is 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 over overly insecure so can we get can we get <laughs> can we do the insecurity check? Can we can we go there right now? Um or you know first like, no 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 let let's do toxic first. So you like, feel like someone who is overly emotional? No emotionally no overly not emotional. I mean toxic? because I say that because um That was your experience. Well my my experience right. in what I've witnessed in, okay. in other people's situations. Um, because, I mean, I would say, I mean, because think about it. Like, if you have no emotion or whatever the case may be, like, that, I mean, and I don't even know if I really even believe in narciss- narcissism either. I just feel that, um, that people are, um, how do you say, um, what what's the word for uh, like someone who's very defensive? Insecure. You think that that's insecure? Yeah. Well, you're overly defensive. You're insecure about something. Whether you know it or they know it, you're insecure about something. Cause you're over you're overly defensive. Well, that's 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 true. That yeah. that could that could definitely be on the same category. Um, so would you, would you include being overly insecure with toxic? Absolutely, because that's a toxic trait. Because an individual, especially a man, a man's man or whatever kind of man you are, I would assume you will have the boss to know who you are and the boss to be who yourself. And when you're not yourself, when you feel a type of way, when you feel a type of way, your when your female friends have boy, your guy friends over who are gay, and you feel a type of way about that, it doesn't say something about the the guy the gay friend at all. It says something about you because simply you are not physically <laughs> or emotionally equipped to handle that situation. And it's okay, Papa, if you're, not, if you're small, you're small. If you're big, you're big. If you're insecure, you're insecure. Whatever that looks like for you. I just need you to get together. Because I don't want her. I'm going to be here with you when you need her enough. And you need to understand that. And a lot of men don't understand that. Like, not for nothing, me and my best friend, one of my, one of my best friends, are having a situation where her significant other 
what's the type of way about me being here about what's about for example about me um gardening and planting seeds and stuff like that i'm sorry that you feel that type of way i'm sorry that you feel insecure about your masculinity about your presence in the home but however i'm going to be here i'm going to be here because i am who i am and i am who i am because i am who i am i i'm i came i'm going to my game i'm always going to my game you knew who i am and you're going to know who i am so whether you like it or not whether you're insecure or not that's your problem at this point it's not a her problem it's not a me problem so when you figure it out you figure it out but i'm going to be here with you or without you she's going to come to me with relationship situations with you or without you because we're best friends we're going to talk about everything we're going to talk about dick pussy and the rainbow we're going to talk about the in-between the out-between we're going to talk about that because that's what is important with us she needs to have an outlet in her relationship if she doesn't have outlets she's still stuck mm-hmm. and she feels stuck you lost because there's nothing you can physically do mentally do emotionally do to keep her there because she feels stuck because she why, needs another opinion why do you think I mean, because a girl could say that she has a gay friend, like, right. a thousand times. Like, why Why do you think a guy would feel so insecure about it? Because he's not secure about his sexuality? Younger me, we go that far. Mature no, me. go that you. Nah, let me no, 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 no. Younger me would definitely go that far. Mature me would definitely be like, um... He definitely not, he, he's not, he's not sure in, in his masculinity. Let's be, let's be clear, he's not. But I feel like it's the fact that it's still a guy. So he still feel like in a way a guy can be changed. Mm. And sweetheart, I'm gay because I'm gay. I'm not gay because I chose to be gay. I'm not gay because it was put upon me. It's not, it's not gay because it was, it was a brutal spell. I'm not gay because I'm like, oh my gosh, today, you know, I'm going to be gay. I chose, I chose that today because I wanted it. No, I'm gay because I was born to be gay. I was grown up gay. I am who I am because I am who I am. I was born gay. I 100% believe in born gay. Yes, you can have experiences that can lead you to be gay. You can have, unfortunately, molestation or rape, all that stuff that can lead you to that aspect of, of, of life. But that doesn't negate the fact that that could have been, that could have been your calling from jump. I may have led you there. They, they 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 helped you whether they helped you or not really helped you, but they helped you down that path. Whatever that looks like for that person. But I definitely feel like you're born gay. You're born gay, or you had an experience with rape that led you down that path. But for a straight person to be threatened by a gay person. It's baffling to me because, one, how dare you get an art business, get an RT, because we're having a conversation. You're not in it for a reason, because you're over there. You don't do what you don't do. And that's that. And she has to talk to me because I'm her sound, I'm her sounding board. I'm an all bit all. And it's okay. I'm, I'm here for that. That's what I signed up for. I just want for straight women to fully understand what we deal with, fully understand that 
attributes and the pain that we deal with instead of just having us be like a pet, like a, a side gig. Because a lot of gay men for straight men, for straight women are a side gig. Like, they fuck with them when they fuck with them. Fuck with them. When they want to talk about their man issues, but then we'll be talking about our man issues. It's quiet, it's silent, it's ooh. I'm confused, why is there silence? Why is there uh, ooh, why is there uh, ooh, I don't know. Why is there that? But we're here for you 100%, a thousand percent. But you can't even be here 50%. It's, 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 a, it's a confusion for me. And it's a confusion for a lot of gay men. But overall, I definitely feel like for straight men who are insecure, get your dick up. Get your throat thing up. Get whatever you need up, up. But know that I'm going to be present. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to know to see. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to know it because she needs an outlet and that's not you. It can't be you because she can't talk about you to you. Because you're not there yet. You're not uh, adult enough yet for her to talk about you to you. Because mm-hmm. that's a hard shit. That's a hard shit to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow. When that person talks about you to you, about your flaws, about your insecurities, about your inability to grow, or about your inability to whatever, when that person tries to talk to you, you become defensive regardlessly. Whether you like it or not, you become defensive. Mm-hmm. So, when they have a conversation, you're not and you're not available, you're going to go to the best friend. And nine times of the game, nine times, nine times out of the time, if it's a guy, you're going to be gay. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to look at that. But know and say, they're not going to touch a gay friend because their friend is gay. <laughs> right. G-A-Y. Gay. Okay. They like dick, they like, they like ass, whatever they like, whatever, top, bottom, verse, whatever they are, they like men. Mm-hmm. They're attracted to men. They want a man. What a man's comfort. They don't want you. And a lot of men feel like gay men want that. I don't know why. I haven't figured it out yet. Because I feel like most gay men feel like they are the cream de la creme. They are, are the NLB, all they like, all the, the shit. They're not. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're not. You're really, you're really not that. You're really not it. You're like if a straight woman do not want you or back, we don't want you. Right. We want a straight man more. Nine times, nine times on the head, if a, a finest man is dating a straight woman, depending on the gay man, again, depending on the gay man, they will try you. Right. They're going to, they're going to try you because you're open, you're honest, you, you're trying to be whatever, and I feel sorry for you in that moment. I do. Because a straight man, a straight man should never be tried. I wholeheartedly believe that. But I wholeheartedly believe if you give them an out, they're going to take a leap. Right. If you act, if you act interested, they're going to, they're going to want to fuck you. They're going, they're going to want to fuck you, bend over, suck a dick, whatever that looks like. They go, they're going to want to know the team. And they're going to get to know the team, whether it's from you or whether it's from your girlfriend. They're going to figure out what to fuck you back. What, what, what you're working with. Or if, it, if it's weak, if it's strong, if it's big, if it's long, if it's thick, if it's short, if it's cut, if it's uncut, what that shit look like. We're gonna know. So, be intentional with what connections you make. 
Right. If you are homophobic, God bless you. But fuck it. Because at the end of the day, it's 2022. We don't have time for your homophobia. We don't have time for your judgment. We don't have time for any of that. Well, if that's, that, if that's the life you live, toodles to you. You live a short life, a small short life, but you live a life. But for the men who are secure with their masculinity, who are secure with their woman, who are secure with their relationship, and a whole, who do not feel like they can be replaced with a gay man, because they cannot. They want dick, we want dick. What are we fighting for? Make it make sense. It's not, it's not making sense. It's not adding up for me. Right. So, at the end of the day, if you are secure with your masculinity, if you're adult enough to have that conversation, if you're adult enough to be like, okay, she's chilling with her best friend now. She's chilling with her, her, her gay friend now. I can come back later. I'm going to come back when I'm, I, I come back. I'm cool. Or he come he can come over. He comes to the graduation. He comes to this uh, and the It's cool. I'm not worried because I know what I bring to the table. Right. I know that she needs me for something or whatever that look like. But for you to be threatened by me, it's sad for you. Ultimately. Right. I'm sorry for you. I can't help you. Because you you you, you fucked me. You you said fuck me. So I think today it's like. I don't know what to tell you. Whatever she chooses, I'm here for it. Right. Because I'm her best friend. I'm going to always root for her, whether it's with you or without you. Right. So, know that. Be present. Be present, be present in your relationship. Be present in your marriage. Be present in your situationship. Be present. Presence is everything. Awareness is everything. Knowledge is everything. Knowing who you are and what you want at that moment is everything. If you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I apologize. I'm sorry. But I'm going to need for you to get together. I'm going to need for you to grow. I'm going to need for you to know what it is. Right. Because it's 2022. Right. So what are we doing now? So we got over talks about masculinity. We got over childhood trauma. Let's get into relationship tips. For the people who are getting into relationships, for the people who have been in relationships who kind of rocky, they don't know what what they're reaching for. What are what are they reaching for for you? Um, a husband. Hello, let's step to that. Sit. <laughs> a, a husband. A husband. A husband. Yeah. When I say husband, I don't mean um, just the title. Hello. Like I mean the actual role. Like. But don't make it funny, know that role. When they sign up down the line, when they sign that check, when they put that, when they put that money for that wedding ring, they put up wedding. Do they really understand what a husband is? Are we are we mentally trained to know what a husband is? As a black person. Um, or, or how do we learn that? Uh, if you know how, how how do we learn that? How do we learn that? Um, needs. You know what I'm saying? Getting to know what a person needs mentally. 
Mm. You know, um, how could you feed that person? And we're not talking about just... We're not talking about... Um, Physical. Physically at feeding. All. At all. We're talking about soul feeding. <laughs> soul feeding. <laughs> nah, because... If you see the video, when you see the video... Dead ass, like... So is it. Like, soul feeding is... Essential. Mm-hmm. And niggas don't know what... They don't know how to fucking sell... They don't know how to spell fucking soul. And it's sad. It's mm-hmm. S-O-U-L. So. Right. But they don't know how to spell it. They don't, they don't know how to pronounce it. They don't know how to touch it. And they just don't know how to touch... Your home. Quote, unquote. Right. If you even touch that. If you... Even touch that. And that's sad. I have a question. I love questions. Suppose you were in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel that... Well, you... Either either you're ready... Um, either you're not ready or the, or the other person is not ready. Um... How would you, like... How would you make that... Like, would you make that decision off rip? Like, or, like, um... Or would you... Like stay in that situation. Stay in that situation. Like, how would you go about that? So let me put my Dr. Jamie's cap on real quick. <laughs> um, for me, I would definitely have the conversation. Conversation with your significant other. Conversation or whoever you deal with. It don't even have to be just another. other. It can just be a fuck buddy. Mm-hmm. Just try to make some other. It can be just a friend. We want to move into the physical with it could be just someone talking to that you need to have a conversation with it needs to be the heart, the heart it needs to be like you understand me i understand you and for me i definitely feel like if i'm having hesitation of being ready it's not gonna work because you know from up rip if you're in it or if you're not if you're feeling or if you're not like if you have hesitation they can sway you. A hundred, a thousand percent, they can sway you. But you knew deep down inside. You wasn't ready. It was something or that was like right there. I wasn't that, was, that, was, that you wasn't ready. It was just something that they probably had going on that you wasn't too comfortable with. You weren't too keen with. It wasn't something like, ooh, I don't know if I can deal with that. Like, that was a deal breaker for me. And I'm going to continue to be a deal breaker for me. I don't want to change because who are you right. for me to change? So I definitely feel like the conversation is key. I definitely feel like knowing yourself is key. I definitely feel like you knew from jump if it was going to work or not. Right. But if you had, if you gave that person a chance, a chance meaning that that, that deal breaker wasn't a thousand percent what it was like right. you still felt like ooh but if he didn't did it that much but he didn't do it with me it's okay I feel like that like there but he didn't do it with me it's okay if we had a whole wife over there it's okay because I think that he's coming home with me he's coming he's spend weekends with me he's coming to spend, spend time with my kids so it don't necessarily matter so we're not seeing it like that because he's so present he's so present he's so here in terms of it being like 
he's just there. And it's like, fuck you. He see you when, you, when he wants to. Then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you fucked up. You didn't do your homework. But if you have the power, if you have the power and the energy to really navigate, navigate the situation, it's in your hand. You got the pussy. I got to ask. But it's like, once you have the power, once you realize your power, once you realize, okay, I don't like that, but I'm making it over it. Then try it. If you really can't get over it, then it is what it is. Right. But then you realize how strong you are as a person. You realize what your strength is, what your real difference is, or if not. Because it changed right. after a while. Mm-hmm. You can say, ooh, I can't be cheated on. But in a relationship five, five years down the line, you can be cheated on as long as you don't know the person. Or as long as they don't have kids on you. Or as long as this, or as long as that. Like, whatever that situation is. Or right. you maybe, you can't be the person who just can't be cheated on. Huh? Oh, I got it. So, it, it, it depends on like what that situation is for you. Right. But I don't know, for me I feel like So what's the deal breaker for you? And this climate and this lovely weather <laughs> and COVID twenty twenty two. I gotta say deal breakers is a motherfucker who cannot motherfucking communicate. And number one. If you don't have emotions, if you cannot communicate from that cry in front of me, goodbye. If you are, if you don't have a job, goodbye. Any type of job. I don't give a fuck what job, what, what job it is. If you're making five, hour, five hours a day, or 50 hours a day, as long as you're making something, as long as, as, long as you're contributing to your life. None of my life. But you're like, because I don't need a sugar daddy. I don't need someone to take care of me. I've never been that type of person. Like, I've always wanted to be that type of person. Mm-hmm. I always want to be taken care of. But I don't need to be taken care of. I think that's every female. What? Because I would want... Or, yeah, every... Every person. Yes. No, I wouldn't say every person. Because, yeah. But you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say every person, so... <laughs> No, but literally, I'm sorry. Like, 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 but I feel like niggas want to be taken care of too. I feel like not necessarily the way we want to be taken care of, but I feel like a nigga want to want to be acknowledged and want to be noticed in a way. If you know what I mean, like they want to be acknowledged. They want to be like, oh, I I see you. I see you wearing a hat. I see you wearing a fedora. I see you. I see you popping out. I see you trying to be confident. I see you trying to be this. I try. I see, I see you trying to get a, a, a new job or a job. Okay, I think that's so. I feel like a female. Yeah, because I don't think that a man wants. I don't know. Like I don't know if a man really. I mean, I think he wants to be stable, of course. Right. But I don't think that he wants to do everything on his own. Mm. What that, do you think about that? That I don't know. I definitely feel like. <laughs> Ooh, that's we get into it, into it. I definitely feel like a man is conditioned to be strong, 
That's it. So, I never feel like a nigga or a bitch or a female or whoever relates to a nigga. Relates to the independency. Relates to and all be all. Relates to I get on my own. I don't need nobody. I be person. I I pray for you to get to that part. A lot of people do not. I pray for you at least one time in your life to get to that part. Because most people are depending on people, whether it's relationship, whether it's a place to stay, they're homosexuals, they are just in it for the money, they're just in it for the connection, they're just in it for whatever they look like. And I feel like relationships are hard. But if you, again, let's go back to if you know who you are. Right. You'll be fine. If you don't know who you are, you're lost. You're a lost puppy, and you need to find yourself. But, do the homework, do the math, do do the research of wanting to find yourself, whether you completely find yourself or not. Because, I took 30 years, 30, 32 years for me, to literally find who the fuck I came Blake Holder is. And some some people can say that's sad. Some people can say, yes, bitch. So it depends on what crowd you what crowd you're you're in. Right. So for me I'm I'm happy that it of course you're gonna feel sad that it took you that long or it took you quote unquote a number. But once you get away with that number, once you get Past that number, what you really realize a number is not really shit. It really don't mean nothing at all in terms of a life, but in terms of a relationship, it does because I'm not gonna be 33 and you'll be 26. I'm not gonna be 33 and you'll be 21. What am I teaching you? What are you? What are you, what are you teaching me? At the right, end of the day, right. you're not teaching me nothing. Like boo boo, I'm sorry, you're you're too young to ride this ride. Right, and you have you have to be okay to understand that. It's not a this. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a past. It's not a nothing. It's just one two different lanes at a particular moment. And I don't want to deter your lane by putting you in my lane. I don't want to go you up too fast. Right. Where you're doing shit that you're not supposed to do. You're Rob, supposed to still Robin be a kid. You're still supposed to drink. You're supposed to party. You're supposed to do this, that, and third. You're supposed to be out there in the streets. You're supposed to be a hoe. You're supposed to be... <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. 21, you're supposed to be a hoe. You're supposed to be, You're supposed to live your life to the fullest. Legs open, ass open. Let everything open. <laughs> and you're supposed to be that because you're learning what you want. You're learning what you... what you accept and what you obtain. And without you learning that, you won't learn anything. Without you having that knowledge, without you having that training, you won't learn anything. So, learn that and better it. Right. Learn that, but teach yourself, ooh, I learn. I learn that. I learn. I can be open as fuck. I can, ooh, I, I can be tired as fuck as well. I can be decisive as fuck. I can be, I don't want to fuck you. I can be good as fuck. I can be a bitch as fuck. I can be all that. I can be... Tell me to fuck up. I'm all that. But you're worth it. 
Right. But once you realize that you 100% are worth it, 100% are that bitch, 100% are that nigga, 100% are they, them, whoever you categorize yourself as, be that. And once you realize that, you are set up for life, literally for life. Because everyone cannot get to there. Everyone cannot get to that, the promised land. Which is sad, but it's true. They can't. Influence plays a big part too. Like whoever you have in your life, I feel like you helped me out a lot as far as, you know, getting my confidence up. Like, and it's good to have people by your side telling you all the time, like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, you look good. Like, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all, all, <laughs> there have been many instances right. where my sister April had not felt like she was the shit. And I was confused. Like, how? What you mean, how, when you see the video, how? How, how could you not feel like you the shit? I was confused, like, cause Literally, if I was a female, if I was born in Florida, I would literally be a hoe. Like, I would be on the train, <laughs> running, and I would, I would get, I would fucking nigga, because I know I'm my bitch. I know my power and my pussy. I'm the pussy I would have. <laughs> I, I know the power You of, see what I mean? I know the power of <laughs> the walls I would have. I know the power of the juice I would have. I know the power of... The essence that I have, I know that power. So, with me knowing that power, or with me knowing the power now, I know the power of the nigga who I absorb. I know the power of the nigga who. I'm like, ooh, I, I need to see that. I want to, I want, I, I'm intrigued with that. Right. Or, like, what's the nigga now? Like, he deal with a lot of shit. Like, trust and believe. But it's something about him, it's like. Mm hmm. I gotta see where it's leaving though. I gotta. I'm not. I'm not completely sold out. It's something about him that I like. It's something about him that I'm intrigued with. It's something about him that is special. It's something about him that is important. It's something about him that I. Fuck. That's where I'm at, and I'm in a whole relationship. I don't wanna. I don't wanna do all that. Come out. But it's something about him that. I definitely am surprised about within his comfortability, within his open up, within his vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like niggas don't be vulnerable no more, and I'm confused with that. Like I'm, a, I'm like I can't, I can't deny, I can't sugarcoat it. I can't act like a hard nigga. I can't act like a dog or whatever the fuck you wanna want. A trade. I, I can't be that. I'm not gonna be that. I'm gonna always be who the fuck I am. I am the gay nigga who is in charge of his feminine traits, who is still have masculine, tra- masculine traits. I'm completely in between. I am not in day completely. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> but I know the importance of a black man telling his story. Without condition, without pedicure, without 
judgment. Right. And it's so pure to me, and it's so important to me, and it's so fulfilling to me. Where I gotta know the story. I have to. I have to. I have to know the ending. I have to finish the story. I have to at least do halfway of the story. Whatever that, whatever that looked like to me. I have to know what it is. Because you brought me this far. Like you opened me up. And you allowed me in to a point where I didn't expect. Right. And for the person I'm dealing with now, it's like I really did not expect what he told me to be to be what it is. To be tea. Right. And it's like, ooh. How did, how did you do with that? I've dealt with it before. It's just like I know what I know what he is, but how do I go with it forward? Right. Now knowing, not 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 knowing after I found love, but not knowing when I just met you. Right. It's a whole different conversation with yourself. It's a whole different conversation with that person. It's a whole different conversation within us. So kind of now, where do where do we go from here? Right. That's and that's where I go back to. Um, you know, what category do you, because men put us in categories, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely do. Um, so it's like, okay, what category do I put him in? What category would you put him in? I don't have a category. To be quite honest, I don't have a category because I'm not ready to categorize him. I'm in a, I'm in a place where I am confused. Cause it's similar to me. Where he is in life, where how open he is in life, is so different to it's such a dichotomy to where I was to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like in this relationship, I would grow. Whether it would be negatively or positively, whatever that looked like, I would still benefit from this relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I can't categorize him because I don't fully know him yet. I can't categorize the relationship yet. Right. I just know the person and what he told me. So, for me, what I, I guess I expect out of the relationship would be continue to be honest. Continue to be open. Continue to be free. Whatever that leads me. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing if I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm seeing if I'm okay with it. I'm seeing if I can grow with it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not... Like, we had a we had a conversation about sex. I think sure. Because I think that we're both men. We, we both have urges. We still both have needs that need to be met. Right. And conversation is so con- taboo in any relationship. Which is a game of straight. I don't understand why. But especially in a game of relationship, it's so taboo. So we had a conversation with, ooh, you like that, I like this. So what do we get a medium kind of thing? So it's up to you to get that medium, or it's up to you to like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's a choice, but as long as you have a choice. Well, once I feel like I don't have a choice, everyone ends up making a choice. That's not going to be one of the to you, of course. 
it's gonna be beneficial to me. It's gonna be beneficial to my brand, my healing, my my struggle, my me. Right. So, an early relationship. have a point. Mm-hmm. Have an objective, have a objective of why we're getting to this together. What is your point? What is your purpose? Right. What is your intention Right. of getting into whatever situation you are in now? If you have not thought about that, we don't need to be together. We don't need to be together. So what's your intention, boo? I feel like I'm talking about a lot about me. No. We need to get about we need to, we need to get into the team about you. We But my intentions would be Don't do that. My intentions would definitely be, um Know who you are. Know who you are in and out. Be confident in who you are in and out. Whether you are ugly Ugly or pretty, know still you are the baddest bitch in the room. Have that confidence. The confidence is key. And I never knew that until I became single. And I'll tell you why. I never knew that because I've always grew up, for me, the ugly duckling. For me, the ugly person who was just part of the room. Because who had a look, who was my older brother, who light skin, oh, please. color eyes, everything. He was like the epitome of like what it is. Like he, he bagged, he bagged, he bagged, he bagged females, period. And there was nothing to it. And then you had Omar, who was dark skin, chocolate, succulent, everything still. And it's like, I'm not either of them. Where the fuck do I fit in? But who said that that was it, though? But that that, that was told to me. Until I realized that that wasn't it. That wasn't completely it. But when I realized... Oh, fuck. We really went through deep, dude. <laughs> because in my relationship, not for nothing, I was, I was insecure. That's why I did it a lot. It was many reasons why I did not I did not last. He was a cheater, he was insecure, he was all of that. But to take to take accountability for myself, I was I was insecure. Mm-hmm. I did not know who I was. I did not know what I brought. I did not understand how handsome I was, how suckler I was, who how pretty my skin was. Absolutely. And that was a detriment to a lot of my potential relationship, my relationship that happened. That was a detriment because I didn't realize who I was as a person. Which was sad, but I'm happy I realized it when I got older, when I realized it when I knew it was the right time. Mm-hmm. So after that relationship, of course, I watched Ivana, Ivana, Ayana with that. I watched, <laughs> I watched my life from from front to front to cover. You cannot tell me nothing about her. <laughs> I do not fucking know. 
Medellin again. I studied her because I've seen her story. I've seen her, I've seen her background. I've seen the fun marriages. I've seen the failed, the failed parenting. Right. Like, parenting is so essential. But I feel like here you can't be a parent. You, you cannot. As much as you want, as much as you would want to be a parent to that kid, mm-hmm. you physically cannot. And mm-hmm. physically not gonna allow you to to not parent that kid. But once I realize who I am, what I bring, the struggles I've had, the flaws I've had, the mistakes I've had as a teen, in terms of uh, getting arrested, going to jail, doing this on the dirt, in terms of fighting for my life, fighting to be heard, fighting to be in the hood, even though I knew the hood wasn't it, but I wanted to be accepted, learning, wait a minute, you're literally, I can't break, you're, you're literally an octopus at this point, you're literally like one of a kind. Right. And once I realized I was one of a kind, after my relationship, after realizing, like, ooh, I need to do homework, I need to really figure out what the fuck I like, who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. Who is I can't? Because I don't know who the fuck I am. Once I realized no nigga can control me, no, no person has control on me, no nigga can tell me what I like, what, how I like it, what eggs I like. I probably like get 10 times over and this time the third and they want to buy me. They can't do nothing because I literally own myself. Myself. Mm-hmm. And once I got to that point, it was literally over in terms of the growth, in terms of everything. And I'm so happy. I don't, I don't want to necessarily get to my growth because I feel like they kind of know what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, I want to get into your growth. I want to get into <laughs> the bag. Um, you started as Rainy You started as a beauty advisor. You started as makeup is everything. In terms of you being a mother of two. In terms of you telling these niggas, this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is who I am. And the, and niggas getting in line. Or they're not getting in line. And that's okay. But niggas understanding... This is April now. I'm meeting, I'm meeting a new April. And this is that it's either I get with it or I get lost. And unfortunately people got lost and that's okay. Because I made you stronger. That made you who you are today. That made you an intricate of the society. And with you growing, with you understanding who you are, it inspired me. I don't know if you knew this inspired me, but it inspired me. On so many occasions. In terms of my confidence, in terms of knowing, even though you don't feel like you're that bitch, I have to remind you that <laughs> you're that bitch, but it inspired me to know who the fuck I am. It inspired me to know, even from, like even before my last relationship, even with the, the person who was a pastor or the person who was the blood slash crap who, who was for the streets. Even with those relationships, it taught me or showed me I need love. Mm-hmm. 
I like Aline Gentleman mug, and I wasn't getting that at that particular moment. And I can't find ever since I met you, I received that. And then when I met my best friends, fuck you. Fuck that, but I feel like <laughs> once we really got into the TV, like once we really got into who I am as a person, you changed me so much where it's like, it's not in day, like your confidence, whether you believe it or not, like you have problems and like you know who you are. You act like you don't because of the niggas that you fucking deal with. But. You know what the fuck you are, you know what you bring, you know your essence of your womanness, you know your essence of just the person you are, your, your heart is key, your personality is key, like, April as a brand is key, and it definitely helped me become who I was, it definitely became, it definitely helped me become confident in who I was, as I came as I came being a human, learning who butt gay is, learning the Ackerman, learning the, the whole society of gay, because I still don't know that. I'm still learning it now. Mm-hmm. I'm still uncomfortable with it. Fortunately, but unfortunately, it is what it is. I'm, I, I, I can't help to be uncomfortable with a male who is more feminine than I am. I can't help that. I want to help it, but I cannot. But learning myself, like learning what I actually make to the table, learning how precious I am as a person. Do you know how precious you are? Mm-hmm. Like you're really that bitch. <laughs> and you act like not. You act like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm this. I'm that. I apologize, but. You know I only fuck with bad bitches. I only fuck with females. But you know what I noticed though? A lot of people are very um offended by things. That part, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, um like me, I I feel like sometimes I have to dim myself down or or I'm sorry. <laughs> Not no, like no, that. No. No, 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 no. Go there. Nah. No, go like, there because it's true. Because you dig yourself down. Because very, people get offended. Like you know what I mean. But like, why they, do you feel like people get offended? Why are you dumbing yourself down? Why do you feel like you can't be great and they be great? No, I feel like that, but they but don't. Why, obviously. But why do you feel like that? Why do you feel like you have to dumb yourself down? Why can't you be April, but they can be? Sam. Because it, 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 I have, I guess I had a baby. Now I, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, not saying that I don't give a fuck. No, I just stay you, away. No, I don't, you don't give no, a fuck. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And I stay away from a lot of people. And, and, I mean, and, I'm and sadly, that, 100%. sadly, I lost a lot of friends for that. Is it, but is it really sadly? But, I mean. But is it really sadly? I guess let's get, not. Let's get into that game. Because friends are friends. I feel one of the friends. I feel mm-hmm. ready. If we're in the same mindset, I've grown. Mm-hmm. Like, not for nothing. Since we fell in tea three hours in, basically. 
Um, I have like three friends that I hold friendship that I hold deep down in my heart. I mean, there's one friend I know since high school, mm-hmm. Giovanni. She was my all be all. Like that was my BFF. Like that was my boo. And I never understood why we broke up. I never understood why we did not be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I popped up at a job. She worked at a big job at the time. Mm-hmm. She told me to pop up. She went to get off. I don't know what that looked like for her popping up. I don't know what that looked like if she stepped up when we put kind of that. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm going to give her the benefit, benefit of the doubt. I don't want to give her at the time. I, at this point, I know. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I'm going to give her the benefit, benefit of the doubt where she was young and she did not know how to figure out for herself or whatever that looked like. So I did nothing wrong. I didn't try to rob your bank. I didn't do anything suspicious to your establishment of your work. Mm-hmm. I would never do that. My heart would never be in that. And you should know me as that person. And I never change. I've always been the same. I've always been this giggly sensitive person. I can have a heart surgery. I can have fuck you nigga. I can have all that. But deep down inside if you really know me, I'm soft. I'm 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 spongy. I'm emotional. Mm-hmm. I am <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I am like literally a teddy bear. Like I'm squishy. Like I literally would do anything for that friend, for that person, for that nigga, for any relationship that I have. Right. But I'm always the person starting. I'm always the person initiating it. I'm always getting out of that. And I told, like, the person I'm dealing with now, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with the me starting first. I'm not dealing with the me putting myself out there first. I'm not doing that. Because by me doing that, I've always been burnt. I've always never been, I've always never felt special. I've always felt like a nigga did not care about me because I was not first. And I've never done with that again. So, always care about you first. Mm-hmm. But be okay with being emotional. Because emotion is sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And niggas are so scared to be emotional, and I never understood why, but it is so essential and it's so pretty to see a nigga cry. Right. It, it's like literally you letting me in, like, oh my god, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. How can I fix that? Instead of you always being hard, it's like, ooh. He got an attitude again. He's mad again, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What do we do with that? Right. Not a fucking damn thing. So, I'm going to tell you guys. Until we get into our next topic, until we get into monkey pox, all that stuff. Dudes. For you. For you not even for me. Fuck you. Because I don't have time for train niggas. I don't got time for deal niggas. I don't got time for people in the closet. I don't do that. I don't want your bitch. I don't want girls. I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> to be clear, if you if you're not comfortable with that, if you're not if you don't understand that, understand me now. I do not want females. However, comma, females will always always be pretty to me. 
I will always shout them out. I will always give them love. I will always make sure that they are comfortable, competent, and elegant mm-hmm. in their presence. Because if you're not confident and comfortable in their presence, it's a problem. You mean that you're not doing your job. So you're not, you're mad at me because you're not doing your job. Right. That's a you problem. Absolutely. Because I'm doing my job. I'm supporting my friend. I'm, like, I'm here for my friend. I'm, here, I'm letting her know that she's a bad bitch. Whether she look like Rescusha or not. I'm <laughs> Yo, here. Shut the fuck up. I'm here. <laughs> For my bad bitch, I'm here for that. I'm I'm here for my friend. <laughs> but y'all not, but y'all making that way for that. Because y'all feel like I want to fuck it. I don't. My dick, my dick does not get hard for her. My dick might do not get hard for you. Because I'm attracted to see you. I don't want you at all. At all. I'm not sorry. But. For people out there who are confused or need advice about their relationship, I definitely feel like have the conversation 100%. Let that person know how you feel and how you need to be and want to be addressed. If they like, if they cannot cope with that, if they if they cannot get with that, they were not right for you. Right. And you will cry for a little bit, if you love them. If you don't, it is what it is, fuck it. But, you will cry for it, but you will understand how strong you are as a person. And you understand for that, like, for that life person, what they need to bring. And how hard they need to bring it. For me, I need to be wild at this point. I need to really feel like, only I've never, I never witnessed this before. For me to literally give my all, or give some of my all, to anyone. Right. Because, if, if you're not doing that, what are we doing? Because I refuse to go in a circle, I refuse to waste my time, I refuse to waste my breath for a person who's not worth it. So we we went on this shit for like two two and change. <laughs> so let's get into, let's get into monkey box. It's gonna be a short segment, but I feel like it's a, a important topic that needs to be had. It's an important topic that we are dealing with now. So, what do you think about monkey box? What is it exactly? So ultimately. It's a rash, but I feel like they put it on the gay people, and I'm confused why they gave us a label like they gave us HIV like they gave us HIV label, they gave us being black a label at this point. Like they just keep up on the label on gay people, but where is your information? Where's your where's your where's your tea? Because like they don't be injecting. People. How are we responsible? For monkeypox, right. I need I need to tell you what we know. So what we know is May twenty twenty two, monkeypox evolved. It came, it appeared in May. In May twenty twenty two, 
So I came from the from the UK. So we know that, right? Mm-hmm. So individuals who travel next to Nigeria. So it came from Nigeria, supposedly. They say COVID came from China. Supposedly. But we don't got Chinese people. So make that make sense. Right. So in my opinion, check uh, monkeypox is just like chickenpox. You, you take it as a thing. You scratch, you itch for a little while, mm-hmm. get over it. So how is that a gay thing? Disease. It's not confusing. It's not attracting to my mind. It's not giving me what I need. So how do we go forward from here? So let's get into the signs of what the gig is, what monkey box is. It's a rash, supposedly. So you get a get fever. You may get fever, you may get a headache. You get make you may get muscle pains or backaches. You may get that. You're gonna make chills, you may get congestion. You're gonna make rash like rash look like pimples. Mm-hmm. So you you may get a rash. That may look like pimples, may look like this and a third. You may have monkeypox. You may need to get checked out. You may need to do your research to figure out what that look like, what that is for you. So everyone is gonna is gonna be different. You may not get you may not get rashes and have monkeypox. But what does that have to do with the gays? Like I don't. I still never figured that out. So fuck whoever said it's a gay disease because. Part of the kept HIV is not a gay disease. HIV is a disease and that affects the immune system. That, but it's nine times that nine times out of ten convert, converted by trade men who fuck men and women who right. are undecisive. Right. So it's not me giving it to him; it's him getting it from me. And for being real, and for being consistent with being honest, it's him getting it from me, or he has it already. Right. But he doesn't know because he's scared to know his status. But you may get rashes and blisters for weeks. It lasts about two to, two to four weeks. Mm-hmm. Where that's the, that's the time period where you would eventually get whole again. Be yourself again within the four weeks mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. Like, like that's the time that they gave us um if you have it isolate yourself 100% like be be your best, best be your best friend watch movies listen to TV shows but be by yourself because it is highly contagious it's just like it's just like the chicken pox so as as easy as you may have an itch I touch you Right. Bam, now you got it. Now I got it. Now we both got it. And we're both sick. We don't need that. So if you feel like you're itching, you're scratching, stick to yourself. Get tested. Figure out what that is. And do your homework. Right. So you're not transmitting it to the next person. So this chain of command does not continue. Because you want to eventually stop it. So when it's chicken pox, like what is that? Because we don't want it to be like HIV, we don't want it to be like AIDS, mm-hmm. we don't want it to be like any of these deadly diseases that's been transmitting and that's been around for years and centuries, I just think. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. We don't want that. 
So it's up to you to make that change. So we did our part. We did our studies. We protected ourselves. But what are you doing for you? Right. My question still remains. How the hell they get it from a fucking gay community? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. They don't know. I don't know. So at this point, it's it's free for all. Because it's not sexually transmitted. At all. So what the fuck are they talking about? But anyway. Why is this cat? <laughs> anyway. Okay. I actually want to be honest, honest. Like, I should be sexually transmitted, but it's not. But I definitely feel like... It, it's really not. You're right. It's I def- not. I definitely feel like if you're healthy, if you do what you need to do, you can live a long life. Like, for like, HIV is not a death sentence. HIV is not the NHLBO anymore. And I love that for the people who live with that, who's challenging, conquering the journey of, like, of that discovery of themselves. Right. Because it's hard to live with that. It's hard to acknowledge it. It's hard to go in your brain like, ooh. I wake up in the morning and like I have that. Right. Who's gonna love me if I don't love me? But once you have that that self love, it's over. Every and anything. It does not matter who, what you are. If you love yourself, it's completely over. For for your life. So we really gotta see some things. Hmm. We got into relationship. We got into monkeypox. We got into childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. And toxicity. Yes. I'm gonna admit, I have toxic traits. We are. Everyone has toxic traits. We all have toxic traits. But I feel like it's to us to. We can't. We can never diminish it necessarily. We can never make it go away as much as we want it to. But we can't. I have a hold of it. We can cope it. We can mm-hmm. soothe it. Well, with her soothing it, have you done your homework to retain that toxic trait in you? What's your toxic traits? And wh- my toxic trait would definitely be being. Needed. And you talking about relationship? Relationship wise, or person wise. Being needed. I've always wanted to be needed. I've always aspired to be needed. I've always put myself in a position to be needed. Mm. Not that they needed me, but I've always wanted to be needed. Mm. And I realized that that's not healthy. That's not essential for my being. It's great to be needed, but it's great to them genuinely wanting to need me. Mm-hmm. Generally wanted to want you. Generally wanted to need you. Right, right. Instead of it being kind of forced. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one of my toxic traits. My other toxic trait would be. At least by then, I don't know what I am now, per se, because I haven't tried it out. But jealousy. I'm, I'm jealous as fuck. Oh, yeah. I can be jealous as fuck. Definitely. I can be. My nigga, like, where the fuck you going to? Who the fuck you talking to? 
Why do you have to pretend like this? Not like I do not want me. Me and you got the like same traits. <laughs> he wants me, so he's scared that he can't. He says he can't have me. He wants you. He don't want me to have you. Mm-hmm. He don't want you to have me. I've been in a situation too, where his best friend wanted, Loki wanted me. I thought he didn't. Was just cute. And then secretly, I was at a party. And Megan was trying to talk to me, but I told him, no, I'm with somebody. I was completely transparent. I was completely open. I did not want you. Like, it was whatever you was. But I was not looking for you. I was not checking for you. I did not want you at that moment. Mm-hmm. I told you I had a man. 100%. But he was jealous, and he tried to break up our relationship. And I go back to the insecurity. And I go back to the toxicity. I go back to a lot of situations. In terms of like niggas not really understanding their power and their essence. What do you think about um, baby mothers and baby fathers getting back with each other because they have a child together? Ooh, that's cute. <laughs> that's I love cute. that for them. I love that for them because I know. The pain it takes to go back to the house. I know the pain it takes to realize or to think to yourself, I can only be with them because I have a kid here. Because I want my family to have a family. I know that pain. I don't know what wholeheartedly because I've never fully been in a situation where I had to fend for my kid, friends for mm-hmm. anything, but I can just imagine about paying me me being the gay friend to a lot of female friends and a lot of people who have kids a lot of people who dealt with that situation I can just feel the pain of that person trying to make it work for that kid but not for that not for that relationship not for anything so my opinion would completely be different because I completely believe in divorce. Right. I completely don't believe in if you are not happy, go get happy. Definitely. Do the work to get happy, whether that's getting help, whether that's therapy, whether that is a new relationship, whether that is finding oneself, whatever that is one finding one kid, whatever that look like for you, find your Find your own, find your G-spot, find your inner peace. Because if you don't, it's going to come back to you. It's going to, it's going to haunt you. All right, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be your full self. You're never going to fully accept that person because you can't accept yourself because you don't know your full self. Because you never allow yourself to know that. So I completely, wholeheartedly believe in someone breaking up with someone because they're not, they're not right for each other. I they're agree. not in cohesive manner with each other. I agree. They're not on the same page. They're not, they do not drink the same tea. Whatever that look like. I'm wholeheartedly believe in that, but I believe in having a relationship that's still 
the rides around the kid. Because that's all that matters at that point. It's your kid. And no matter if they like you, she like you, he like you. It doesn't matter what that relationship at all. Right. That needs to be the last part of your of your of your brain. You may love that person, but they don't they don't they don't love you. You have to be the adult to get that. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Trust me, and it's hard as fuck. But you have to be adult enough to realize that the only thing that matters at this particular moment is my kid. Mm-hmm. And being there for my kid. And then this generation, opposed to my generation, I feel like that's lost. And I feel sorry for the kids. I feel sorry for the single parents. Because they, they didn't necessarily ask to be single parents. They should ask to be single parents. You have to think of accountability for actions, whether you like to or not. You have to think of accountability for who you slept with, who you got pregnant by, mm-hmm. who that person really is. Because at a certain point in time, you realize who that person is. Whether you're out of a relationship or in a relationship, you realize who that person is. Right. Hardly. And it's up to you if you, ooh, I like that stuff. Or, ooh, fuck you. Who the fuck are you now? I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I don't want to know who you are. So it's like, I'm literally learning you. I'm not knowing you. What is detrimental to your kid? It's detrimental to the growth of yourself. It's detrimental to the, the growth of the person that you're with. It's not matter to anybody, anybody at that point. Because I feel like if you're not happy, you can't let them know that you're not happy. Right. I'm at a point where, and we need to be at a point where we can't sugarcoat nothing anymore. As much as you felt like there was pressures, they don't need to know. They're grown, like I'm grown and they're not. I feel like they know more than we perceive. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not, they may not, they're not, ooh, fuck. They may not be your, your goal. They may not be what you wanted for your kid. Right. But that's what happened. That was his reality, and he walked past. But he realized what the fuck it is. He realized, ooh, they don't fuck with you. They don't fuck with each other like that. I don't know why. I'm not going to act why, because I'm not old enough, and I feel like I'm going to get cursed out with the eyes. Because how they are, I have parents. Mm-hmm. But I'm beginning to realize why you're not with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy why you're not with them. Because I still want my father in my life, but I don't know how to have a conversation or a relationship with him and still have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. For either of you, feeling a type of way about it. And that's the world shit. And that's the conversation that really needs to be at the forefront of any relationship that does not meet the criteria of moving forward, the criteria of 
actually growing together, like, like for Terry, um, marriage. If it did not leave there, they all don't. It is what it is. But if it did not leave there, you have to be adult enough to have that conversation for yourself, for understanding, and for your kid. Right. So they're not lost in the sauce of hopes and dreams of the parents getting together. And I'm sorry, people, but they're not. They're not going to get together. They're not going to be Kendo. They're not going to mm-hmm. have this magical reappearance. Right. Because they're two different people at this point. Especially if, when they try it again. Because it's never right after. They're completely two different people. And they're not ready to learn that new person. They're not ready to admit it that the person is different. They're not ready to admit it. But they don't know that they changed. Hopefully you change. Because if you get a change. Right. Like you. I can wholeheartedly change, tell you. I love you from jump. I knew you was a ride or die. I knew you was a friend. I knew you was like that bitch. But once you change. Once you started turning into a different person. Once you started betraying. Once you started understanding who you was as a person. Understanding your essence. It drew me closer to you even further than before. It, it drew me closer to you like, oh, you really know who you are. You really know your power. You really know, under you understand and have the knowledge of, I'm April, I bring this. Right. So I don't need this. I don't tolerate this. I don't obtain this. I don't bypass this. This is who April is. And take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy we've gotten to that point. Like, I'm so literally in tears when I think about it. I'm just so blessed, so blessed to witness that. Because a lot of people don't witness their friend their friends growing. A lot of people don't have a moment of their friends growth and to realize huh, their friends is growing. And you may not be there at that point. Or you may be there. Mm-hmm. And then if you're there it's like, ooh, we're going together or it's like, ooh, we're going apart, but how do we get to the same page? But still be happy for your friend. Mm-hmm. Still acknowledge, ooh She's growing. Like for a period of time I'm like I can I can wholeheartedly attest to like my old best friend, Lenitris. <laughs> my best friend from high school. I can't definitively say we were supposed to be best friends. But I knew we had a connection. I knew we had several things in common. But I knew I was scared, and I knew I was young, and I knew she had my back. Mm-hmm. That didn't guarantee me being her best friend now, if you know what I mean. Right. But in her eyes, I was her best friend, and in my eyes, I was her best friend until I realized, or I, or I had the aha moment where I'm like, ooh, 
we're really not on the same page. Like, you're about to get married soon. Like, you're really have a whole boyfriend. And I love that for you. Like, mm-hmm. you have a whole child. Like, this is a whole dichotomy. I don't know nothing about it. I don't, I'm not privy about mm-hmm. I don't have information about it. I don't know how to treat this. I don't know how to necessarily be here for you in this time. Because mm-hmm. I'm not there. I don't know how to be a father. I just want to be a, a godfather. Like, I was appointed godfather. And God bless us all. But I was not ready to be a godfather to, to her baby. Mm-hmm. I was not. I did not know what a godfather was then. I did not know how to be a friend brother. I didn't know how to be a godfather. I did not know what a, a father was. There was many unanswered questions for me to be that for you right. in that moment. But then with that relationship dissolving or it being kind of in the air of you not knowing exactly what it was, it taught me what a friendship really is. What I really need now. And although I will always have love for her, I will always give my own hats to her. Like she was like the OG of the, of the shit. Mm-hmm. But I realized that we needed to grow apart. But it's up to us to grow together. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that you don't, you don't want to. Because at certain points, when you had the, the car accident, you had this, you had that, I wasn't there. Because I did not know how to be there. I've been through a situation like that, so I understand. And it's not that I, I didn't want to be there. I did not know how to. I didn't know, I didn't mm-hmm. know the words to say. I didn't know how to physically be there. I did not know what to, to say. Right. With me having, with me having, having the emotion of me not knowing if this question was real or not. Mm-hmm. With me having that aha moment, and you having this, and you having that, it was a lot of confusing for me. And until we have that conversation, like that deep, cold-hearted conversation, nothing will ever change. Mm-hmm. And that's okay with me. I just, I just a moment. And just what it is, I grew out of that situation. Thank God. But I'm happy where I have friends now. Where. We can literally have this conversation. We can literally work together. We can literally learn from our mistakes mm-hmm. and be better tomorrow. And understand, ooh, he really didn't like that. But let me understand why he didn't like that. Like me, I I love confirmations. I love the whole like the conversation that we had before, like the whole brother sisters sisters conversation. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. But for me, I just had that particular moment. Like, I don't really care now what it is what it is. Like, I know what I am to you. I don't know what you are to me. But in that moment when we first started, I would say I was feeling a boy. I'm trying to feel a boy. Because I love my sister Don Boots. I will always love her. I will always have a love for her. But I don't fuck with her like that. I would never fuck with her like that. Because of the relationship that we had. Because of the Because of a conversation that we did not have. Because that she was not ready to have. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people are not ready to have that conversation that I'm ready to have, but once you get to a point where it is what it is, you don't 
look for that validation for that person right. to have that conversation. It's either you have or you don't. It's either you're healed or you're not. It's either you're okay or you're not. Of course, you're going to have your days. Of course, you're going to have your down days, your down boots, your, your depressed, you don't want to talk to nobody. Why me? Why am I in this relationship? Why am I in this friendship? Why am I in this familyship? Why am I here? Why am I living at this point? But once you really have that conversation with yourself, it's just like, I get it. I get why, I get why my purpose. And a lot of people don't get that purpose. A lot of people don't understand who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. So when did you get your calling for your purpose? Mm-hmm. What was that, that aha moment for you? For my purpose, mm-hmm. um, I would say when I started, when I had my my second son. Yeah. You know, and when I started having to take care of my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> that was my calling, um, my my purpose, and and just wanting better for us. You know, like my first son. Yeah, I changed. A little bit. I'm not going to lie. But then my second son, I'm like, damn. You know, I'm bringing two kids in the world. And then plus I'm doing it like with him. I, I, I really had to take care of him on my own. Like shit started to getting real for me. Right. And I didn't have the help that I, I usually had. Plus grandma getting older. So that's when things just started changing for me. Right. So, do you feel like, before we, before we get into the dinner market box situation, so before we end the conversation, do you feel like deal breakers are meant to be broken, or do you feel like deal breakers are a, a confirmation of what you should do as a partner? Repeat that one more time. <laughs> Yeah, I got you, though. So, do you feel like... When we talking about relationships, Deal breakers. Right? you feel like deal breakers are... In relationships. In, rela- okay. in general. Okay. I, just, I just want to be general. Because All types of relationships. Relationships can be cute, but... Okay. Deal breakers need to be had in every aspect of any relationship. Okay. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't do that. And mm-hmm. that's why a lot of situations are fucked up. Mm-hmm. But once you send that, send that boundary, accept that a person to get a boy. Or not. And it's okay if they don't. It's okay that you can't compromise their situation. It's okay that they can't compromise yours. Mm-hmm. But with you knowing your boundaries, with you knowing your situation, with you knowing your deal breakers, mm-hmm. did you feel like the deal breakers are to be broken or do you feel like the deal breakers are to be like a a high moment for that person like really don't fuck with me because i'm really that spe- i'm really that big i'm really special i'm really this person oh of course the um the second um i i i, I do feel like i'm that bitch like don't play with me because now i feel like you know i i've I've been through situations where it's like, oh, you know, you give somebody a hand, they take a whole fucking arm, and it's like, 
oh, now I'm about to violate this bitch because, oh, we play like that. Nah, we don't play like that. <laughs> we don't play like that. We never play like that. So why would you think we play that? Like, we play that like, right. We play that not like, No, we yeah. don't. So, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's an aha moment for them. Or, you know, because, like I said, I've been through situations, too, where, you know, people have... I guess cut me off or whatever the case may be and I didn't understand or I was opposed to how they was moving at the time and then I realized when I went through the same a similar situation they went through so it's like it could be an aha moment for them years after you know what I mean after you you know say oh nah it's over like we're not friends no more or whatever the case may be like they People don't understand until years after. So, do you feel like once we have the expectation conversation, once we set the boundaries, once we set the, the foundation of that relationship, if they break that, deal break that one thing that you cannot go past. You can't overlook, you can't be blind, you can't be helicopter to the fucking shit. You cannot overpass or overlook that situation. What do you do if that happens? If I can't overlook what they did, like as far as um, violation, in like terms it, of you know you, in terms of your deal breaker, in terms mm-hmm. of what you know deep down inside, what you cannot get mm-hmm, past. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people try to get past it. Like, oh, I forgive you, but they don't want to forgive you. Mm-hmm. They beat your fucking, they beat, they're beating a dead horse at this point. Because mm-hmm. now they get, they're getting tired of you repeating the offense that they did, but they just you're over it. So do you feel like once you quote unquote get over it, if you do, what does that time like look What does that time like, timeline look like? Um. I would say it it probably wouldn't be the same as it was before, like because you always like like the saying you you could forgive, but you will never forget. Like, and that's a true statement. Like anybody, like family or not, like you know what I mean. Like, or husband, wife, friends, like you will always have in the back of your mind, like this person did this to me, or whatever the case may be. Like, and that's that's. Shit, that's where the toxicity come from too. <laughs> so, Hello. <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. So we just passing on toxic traits at this point. Hmm. So we just passing on toxic traits at this point. Mm-hmm. So, what is the last thing you want to tell the people out here about? Being in a, in a healthy relationship, about being in a happy relationship, about being in tune and sanctioned with yourself. Um, say that one more time. So, what do you want to tell the people up there who are having relationship problems, who are dealing with little bit niggas? No boat niggas, not shit niggas, whatever, what, what, however you want to categorize that person. Um, what do you tell that person 
with you being in a healthy, happy relationship now, opposed to what you what you used to about what you used to that one. Like now you don't want what you don't want. What can you tell that person for like inspiration or whatever? Um, first of all, number one, um, just make sure you, you healed, um, or at least working towards that and, um, recognize signs, you know what I mean? Don't overlook red flags or however you say it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, communication and be real with yourself. Like, if you, if you're not ready for it and you feel like your toxic traits are, are coming out or you feel like they have toxic traits, sometimes you just need to, need to cut the cord and take a break. You know what I mean? Or... That's that's it, cause a lot of people just I I feel like it's more toxic to hold on. Yeah, it's more toxic to, to hold on to, than to let it go. A thousand percent. Shit, I could say a thousand times. Like, I mean, I I remember. I mean, even in my situation, I stay saying. Oh, you was probably with that bitch. <laughs> and I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, you know, I say, I don't say stupid shit or my relationship is perfect, you know, but I, I do, I have toxic traits and I think that was because I didn't completely heal from my last situation. Now, will I say that we going to last? I mean, I don't know. Hopefully we do. And hopefully he has enough patience for me and, and me the same. But um, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm in my healing stages, and the first thing is, at least you know, um, what they say the first step is acknowledging it. Acknowledging it, yeah. Acknowledge, acknowledge that you have, that you have a, a problem. problem. Can we get all the people who got a fucking problem in the fucking building? <laughs> because y'all be fucking quiet. Uh, y'all, y'all be acting like y'all fucking church bosses. Like, y'all be acting like y'all be fucking perfect and holy and a fucking vow. But no, but boy, you got a fucking problem. Just like, I got a problem. That's the fact. Just like, you got a problem, we got a problem. We all got a problem. So once okay. you realize that, I mean, cold heartedly, do. And always. I, I, it's hard. Trust me, it is. It's hard to change your, your mentality. It's hard to to want to love yourself. It's hard to think of yourself as less than perfect. Mm-hmm. But once you get into that realization of, but I really have a problem. It's not them. It's really not them no more. Mm-hmm. It's me. And you really start fixing that. You are the most beautiful person I've ever seen, I've ever met. You're the most beautiful person you've ever met, and you're the most beautiful person. Anyone can meet, like you're literally you, like you're not, not apologetic. You come how you are, you are who are you are, and it just comes out so natural and it's so beautiful. And that's why I love having this type of conversation because it's so 
natural, so authentic, and so us. Like this is this is literally just table conversation of just every and anything. And I love that for us. I love that we can do that. We can give that to the world because mm-hmm. the world needs it. Like the world needs a leader. The world needs a champion. The world needs someone who has their back. Yep. And. They're not, they're not getting it right now. And I'm here to save it. I'm here to give you the tools to become a better person. Because we all need to become better people. To be better relationships, to be in better friendships, to be in better family shifts, to be in better anything. You need a change. You need a change as soon. You need to turn your fucking up. Turn it. Just a little bit. But tweak it. Because your knowledge that you have now is not working. At all. Mm-hmm. It's time to find you. It's time to be better. It's time to do better. It's time to want better. And it's that part for us. But we've been talking for almost three hours. <laughs> and it's Kimi and I'm back with my motherfucking tea of, the, tea of the day. This is season three. And it's April. <laughs> motherfucking April, my motherfucking sister, my motherfucking left hand, right hand. <laughs> and it's the scene of four, motherfucking episode, motherfucking ten. And she got money out of fucking retirement because I literally did not podcast for a whole month. I know y'all know this. Like, I know I've been wanting to, um, hopefully, I'm going to podcast tomorrow. I've just been disengaged. I've just really been thinking about life, thinking about me, thinking about my choice is what I'm going to do next. Thinking about, unfortunately, the numbers and how the numbers look. And it's really losing sight of why I started it. To begin with, like, I started it literally to talk. Like, literally to get my mind out there, my voice out there. You have a fucking voice. And if I lose that, I lose everything. And I don't ever want to lose everything. So, I'm back. I don't know if I'm here to stay, but I'm back for now. <laughs> so hopefully you're going to do episode tomorrow. I definitely want to talk about Lizzo's album. I definitely want to talk to you about Beyonce's upcoming album and what that look like. But later, this is Kimmy with my team and my great my motherfucking Patron this time. <laughs> and later. Later.